Gundam Broadcasting System is on the air! All hollering, all the time! Everybody, welcome to Gundam at MAHQ live from uh, MegaCon in Orlando. This is uh, special number nine, and this is uh, one of your hosts, Chris, and I'm joined by uh, Neo here in rainy Orlando. And this is Sobro Ryu. And, and this is Pedro Bear South, Pedro Cortez. Yeah. All right, and. Um, Master of the, what is it, the DFC? The lollies. The DFC yes. lollies. Okay. So we're here uh, for the first of two panels. We're also doing a show on uh, Sunday afternoon, so you are all required to come to that as well. <laughs> it's required. If not, reading. we will track you down and kill you. <laughs> and then your families. So we're going to be uh, hitting up a couple of topics tonight, and we're going to get right to the first one which is uh, discussing some of our favorite and least favorite mecha cliches. And since this is one of our live shows, we're going to be getting input from the audience. And we have um, our roving reporter, uh, General Haterade himself, Austin, uh, handing out the mic. Say hi, Austin. Hi. I hate you all. All right. So we are going to... Did you just drop the mic? Is that what you did? Don't, don't I hate you me. all. <laughs> That's how you do it. You just left the room. You're fired. Damn. <laughs> I quit. I, I don't care about affirmative action. You're fired. <laughs> so, we're going to jump right into our first topic, which uh, is the favorite and least favorite mecha cliches. And you've seen them here and there. You've seen them everywhere. Things that uh, just get used over and over in shows. Some you might find amusing. Some might just annoy the hell out of you. So we're going to um, discuss some of our own, and then uh, you and the audience can share some of yours with us. So I guess I will jump into uh, one of the granddaddies of them all with the robot genre, which is the accidental teenage pilot. <laughs> and you, you all know it. You've all seen it. You've seen, you know, the teenager, usually who comes from a disturbed background or, you know, not from the happiest of families somehow just by luck happens to be in a situation where he ends up in the cockpit of a super expensive prototype mecha and there's no adults around and boy wouldn't you know it this punk kid is the only one who knows how to use it uh isn't the um isn't the other cliche of keezing mission pretty part much of that too they kind of go hand in hand yeah. accidental teenage pilot and keezing Keys, Keys mission yeah luckily this uh multi-billion dollar experimental robot was left on has no security system, and no on No security system. And the Mike, kid is smart enough to pilot the damn yep. thing. My Jetta has more security in it than a uh, <laughs> weapon of mass destruction. The, the kid can flawlessly pilot something that trained military pilots, you know, they, <laughs> you know, these guys, they can't even, by comparison, they can't even program the time on the VCR. Oh, there's a nuke in the nuke in the Well, in those things, you know, VCRs, they're... Um, exactly. Space whatever. VCRs. Or, yeah, space, space tapes or whatever. Exactly. Space Blu-ray. So, 
Uh, Paul, why don't you share with us one of your either favorite or least favorite mecha cliches and, and please uh, elaborate. And well, um, like I said, you know, you always have accidental th- teenage pilot along with that was always one of my always favorite was the keys of the ignition. Um, I guess some of my other favorite ones are, um, you know, cool older pilot has to die. You know, senpai has to die. The Aniki. Uh, yeah, and especially when uh, the cool older pilot, you know, he develops a nice relationship with the younger pilot, the accidental pilot, and teaches him the, the way and, the, and, you know, shows him the way of to, to fight and to love and to, you know, and all this other stuff. The ways stuff. of women and the, robots. Yeah. <laughs> and, and sometimes the ways of robot women. And, and, and it helps that he's a drunk. <laughs> well, sometimes. Some, some, yeah, sometimes. They don't always have to be alcoholic. Um, you know, they have it different helps. vices. It could, yeah. Um, but, um, you know, and, and then, of course, the poor pilot, uh, the poor senpai has to die himself because he's had a tortured life and, you know, comes from a similar background usually. And, um, you know, once he finds his woman of his dreams, um, next episode or two, he has to sacrifice himself in front of set up, <laughs> said, uh, you know, love interest. So that's one of kind of one of my favorites. It, it, it's a favorite, but it's the least favorite, too, because... Usually that's the that's the character you really like, and everybody tends to you know, and it, there's always some, some type of loss there. But um, do you think it gets used too often to the point that you see a senpai character and instantly you say, "Oh, that guy's marked for death because he's a senpai." Uh, I think it was, and then you had. I, I think it was great that in like Macross Frontier a couple years ago they they gave us that, and you thought you know the so-called Roy Foker clone was going to die, but yet he didn't. That was kind of cool. But they sure tried their hardest up oh. until the very end of that episode to make you think this guy was toast. Oh, they did everything they could. I mean, so. You avoided the pineapple curse. It's, it's, all, oh, it's all about well, having pineapple uh, yeah. cake versus salad. That's true. Cake good, salad bad. <laughs> Pedro, why don't you share with us a, a, a cliche that you either like or don't like? Well, one of the ones uh, was the uh, Anarchy dying. That definitely bugged the hell out of me. It is fun, though, when uh, they subvert it. You know, they get going like on. Like, yeah, I know he dies, but he dies, you know, very early on as compared to, you know, something that happens near the end. Uh, definitely in Frontier, having him about to get, the, get shanked and then, you know, to manage to survive is fun. Uh, one that really bugs me is uh, Masked Villains. Um, because... Uh, low rank no matter, Villains? Yeah. No matter how hard you try to copy the original Masked Villain, they're just all bargain basement bootlegs. Um, that's not coming as some, somebody who you know, has a massive, uh, a massive uh, hard-on for Char, but uh, the fact of the matter is you know, a very complex, very interesting character and then you try to repeat it, and you can't bottle lightning. What about can't. full frontal? Full frontal. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, you know did, did, did he survive at the end of uh, Char's counterattack? I don't know. Tell me, Chris. Did he survive? I, I, have, no, he survive? I have no knowledge of any survival of Char's counterattack. <laughs> well, until you can tell me whether or not he survived, it's not the same guy. And just... Um, Basically, just, you just get a series of bootlegs, and just like with figures, you know, you can only bootleg something so many times before it's a piece of crap, and that's, uh, that's how I see it. All right, Solbro? Oh, man. Um, this is something that they probably stole from the James Bond franchise, but the Doomsday Weapon at the end of the show, you know, they get worse and worse, man. Um, I know in um, Mobile Suit Gundam, you had the one where um, it, they turned a colony into a huge laser and, and wanted to... System. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the freaking, and um, the the um, the one that was was but the, but the good guys had their own doomsday weapon too, the solar solar system. The solar system, that's right. And then um, Zeta <laughs> Gundam rips laser. Um, one of the worst ones to me is if you ever seen um, Victory Gundam, and I always I always talk about this. What about Requiem? Requiem. Requiem. <laughs> But that it was pretty bad. Requiem was pretty bad, especially when you see people pop like kernels. Well, <laughs> in the microwave. No, Requiem wasn't. The, oh, that's not the one. The Requiem was yeah. the one that used the space. Requiem was like the most ass backwards thing I've ever seen. Right. Huge laser using needing deflectors to go all over the place to shoot something that's right across the way. <laughs> Made no sense to me. Yeah, if, for those who didn't see C, that was uh, the Uber weapon. That was actually Destiny. Destiny? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yes. You're thinking of Genesis for the, uh, yeah. the pop. You're thinking of. Um, yeah. <laughs> Once you pop, you can't stop. No, not Genesis. Uh, Cyclops. Cyclops was the uh, microwave popping. Cyclo- yeah, Cyclops was the microwave popping one that was mid series. So we got, we got the popcorn do- function on the microwave. Yes. <laughs> so microwave mid series doomsday weapon. To go along with the mid series upgrade. A lot of doomsday yeah. weapons. There's the one in Victory Gundam, though, and I forget. Angel Halo? Angel Halo. Angel Halo. They took a bunch of new types, and those are not familiar with the Gundam franchise. A new type is really a a cyclically aware person who has, like, spatial awareness. It's a ripoff of a Jedi. Yeah, pretty much. And um, (laughs) they take a bunch of these people, and they put them in, in capsules and have them sleep. And they use their psychic energy as a devastating weapon. Well, during the final battle of that series... When they're, all these mechas are fighting and whatnot, and they're decimating it, you're seeing all these different, um, you're seeing all these different capsules with people in it falling and breaking open in the in, in space and going into the atmosphere, and all these people dying and not even aware of dying because they're unconscious. It's, it's like the, one of the bloodiest finales I've ever seen in a Gundam series. And let's not, not forget for the fact that uh, the whole point of Angel Halo was to turn everyone on Earth into a bunch of mental retards, so they all just fall into comas and waste away and die. Exactly. So nefarious. Now that we've heard uh, at least the first round of some of our cliches, uh, and open up to the audience. So um, you raise your hand. What's your name, sir? Um, Gary Boodoo. What's uh, one of your favorite or least favorite mecha cliches? Okay. Well, one of my least favorite mecha cliches is the psycho chick always dies. Like um, take four from um Zeta, Stellar from Destiny, Flay from Seed, um. Um, Nana from Double O. I can't remember the rest of them. If it ain't broke. Too many. <laughs> the psycho chick? The psycho chick. The my favorite too, and they always die. Yeah, that's true. Some of them aren't too bad, but, you know, it, 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 that is kind of a tiresome cliche because sometimes you'd rather, there's other women you'd let, rather see die or other characters you'd rather see die. Yeah. And a lot of times the, uh, the psycho girl who dies is paired as the love interest of the main character. So yeah. real weak, a real weak love interest. Go kind of hand in hand. So let's hear from someone else in the room. Raise your hands. You, sir. Yeah, this is the Hod from Mechatalk. Hey. Welcome back again. <clears throat> I would have to say the uh, one of my not-so-favorite cliches is the uh, people who graduate from the school of exploding mobile suits. <laughs> we... We got Hero Yui, then we got, what is it? And Seed was Andrew Wallfield. Yeah, and Kira. And Mula Flaga. Oh, yeah. And, and that was a full positron blast with Mula Flaga, too. That dude's the dean of the school. I, I, I just want to know something. What school did they go to where they could escape from an exploding vehicle, mobile suit, whatever? So then when I crashed my car on the I-4 around here, I could, like, survive, like, without any, like, scratches. 
They went to the, They graduated from the Sunrise Academy of Plot Armor. <laughs> nice. So let's hear one more. Let's hear from a female. A female type. We've got a hand over here. What are those? Because we, we do, just so that our listeners on the internet know, we do have women in the audience. Yeah, so, so what's your name? I'm Tanya. My... Hi, Tanya. Hi. My least favorite cliche has got to be the girls with pink robots. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. It's yeah, all over the place. Like, uh, Soma Piers in Gundam 00. Pink Mecca. All the others are, you know, the standardized color. Hers is pink. Because pink's such a good color to use in combat. It's, yeah. it's low visibility. And, <laughs> it's it's the know. best. Science, science has shown that pink is the best camouflage color. They can't all be a machine. This is an obvious fact because science says so. How dare you question it? Yes. If science says it, it must be true. Well, usually if they have a pink, uh, you said, uh, Solbro said it can't be a machine, but usually if you have a pink mecha and you're a woman, you end up surviving. So. Oh, you douche. <laughs> so, so pink is the color of plot armor? Let's, let's hear from... I think so. Over here, since you had your hand up so adamantly. Think pink. For you. Okay. All right, uh, my least favorite cliche is probably, it's going to go along with uh, the accidental pilot is how they always automatically know how to pilot the robot. Like in the case of Gundam Seed, Kira Yamato jumps in the robot, and then not only does he know how to pilot it, but he can reprogram the <laughs> operating system in a matter of five minutes while under gunfire. That is absolutely ridiculous. Then, well, they're mechanically and, uh, inclined. Then in the case of uh, Gurren Lagan, we've got two characters that have been living underground their entire life, never even seen technology. <laughs> then a giant robot crashes into their, their village, and they jump in and just automatically know what to do, beat up the other robot, and then escape. <laughs> yeah, but Gurren, Gurren Lagan, the robots, are literally powered by hot blood, so the laws of physics don't apply. I mean, we're talking about a series... Yes, we're talking about a series where the final battle has them throwing galaxies at each other. <laughs> Your logic is flawed and therefore meaningless. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's go back to the panel. And, uh, Paul, why don't you give us uh, another one? Well, uh, I, I guess it always one I always kind of like makes me laugh and always gives me a smile, too. And it's, it's not necessarily with, um, um, you know, mecha anime. It's kind of with all kind of anime usually. But when, like, the you get that special song that comes in, like, halfway through the, the show. The insert song? The, yeah. Or the other song, like... Not necessarily like the character theme song, but it's like some new song that like the character all of a sudden, since he upgraded and learned the way of whatever he was doing, he, every time that like he, he he got down and he was about to get defeated, the mu you start hearing the music kind of slowly come up, and then you know it's uh, you know KO of the fight. That that's always one of mine. Um, disturbing new trend of um, mech anime that I don't like: uh, Soul Bros Men. Um, uh, Please educate our audience for those who don't know the, what a Soul Bros Man is. If anybody's new to our show, uh, a Soul Bros Man. Um, uh, any, how many people have seen the Double O, the Gundam Double O? All right. Do you Saji like Saji Crossroad? Crossroad. Saji Crossroad. That's a Soul Bros Man. Yeah. He likes. He <laughs> likes the weak. Alone. He likes weak-willed losers. Oh yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> 
Some guy that really didn't deserve uh, to be anywhere. A chump. A loser. Yeah. Look, a patsy. A delivery boy. Hold on. Hold on. Now, I, um... <laughs> a meaningless character whose existence is pointless. Yeah. Utterly, utterly pointless and useless. At the beginning of Double O, I, I had some high hopes for Saji Crossroad. I was what, like, what exactly was the, the name that you uh, referred to him by? <laughs> I thought he would be, since the series had, like, two periods, the, 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 the period that was before and the period that was five years later... Awesome. Oh, the the good the good season and the bad season. Make stop. <laughs> <laughs> Only according to 4chan. But I, I expected a lot out of the character. I thought he was going to be. You thought it was going to be the Legend of King Arthur. Those were the your Legend words. Legend of King Arthur. I thought he was going to get his get his mobile suit and start wrecking shop. Second coming of Marmoro Ray. <laughs> He he actually called it the the legend of King Arthur, and we have used King Arthur so much that if this is this is absolutely true, if you go to tvtropes.org and you look up nicknames of characters, one of them King Arthur, it says Gundam's nickname for Saji Crossroad because it is spread around that much because of this man and his affection for weak-willed characters. There you go. So it is a very disturbing trend that in every show we always find uh, a man for Solbro. It just comes out of this. I like the average cat. I like the cat that's not. Really They're not average. They're subpar. But That's the thing. They're very sub- They're below average. They're like on the out ground. They're burning buildings and stuff, man. <laughs> but and they're, doing, but and, they're really and, and not jumping doing out anything. Of exploding mobile suits. And, 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 they deliver and, pizzas for Christ's sake. Pizzas and jet planes. He's cool people. Shut up. <laughs> Don't. You, you should know by now to just accept their weakness. Don't try to defend it. Uh, to each their own. One. Uh, one cliche that I think everyone here is familiar with that is general to anime anyway, but shows up in a lot of mecha series is uh, mysterious blood coughing disease, <laughs> which is one that I just cannot stand because someone always has this mysterious disease, and at the most inopportune time, you know, when they're in the middle of a fight and it's going bad, suddenly it's like rrr, rrr, bleh, blood. It's like, dude, if you're coughing up blood, you need to get to the freaking hospital. What the hell are you doing? Yeah, I don't and know, then, robots. And then someone will see them and they're like, oh my god, are you okay? It's like, I'm fine, don't worry about me. And then it's like, bleh. So I see that all the time in anime, and every time I see that, it just annoys the hell out of me. And I see it all the time now in, um, in mecha shows. It's and I just explained. wonder. It's never explained. Yeah, what just, the hell disease is this? That, it's just you know, some plot device to show that the guy like got beat for once. What the hell? What I was the so hell? badass, but yet now I have mysterious cough, uh, cough, uh, cough of blood disease, and I, I lost this round. I mean, short of like Ebola, what, what other diseases are there that just make you randomly cough up blood? Space cancer. That too. Or space AIDS. Space Co- cholera? <laughs> uh, Pedo bear, another uh, cliche. All right. Uh, as much as it often brings in some pretty awesome designs, I hate, hate, hate mid-season upgrades because for the most part, because for the most part, it's usually just shoot in and it's most of the time never properly just just introduced. It's always just like, oh, now this new robot came in, and right when you're about to lose, we're gonna save your ass by giving you some new upgrades and. Uh, it just—I uh, don't know. Like it, it just irritates me. Because or the or the, the, or the, lone, the lonely rebel faction that can't—they um, <laughs> can't mass produce their normal suits. Yes. They're, they have enough technology and resources to devote to some super god suit. Yeah, I think that the, one of the best examples was in um, Strike Freedom. 
in, uh, in, in Gius, uh, at one point, uh, Colin was fighting over water, and she gets knocked over, and as she's falling and plummeting to her death, I don't know where they swoop in, and they give her wings, and she flies back into the sky, <laughs> and she can fight again, you know, it's so wonderful, and it's... Or ah. how the enemy captures her mecha later, and it's like, hey, let's just upgrade this enemy mecha, just okay. for the hell of it, oh. to a standard okay. that's higher than even all of our other mecha. I will say, one of my favorite examples of that is, uh, uh, in, in first season of Gius, when Lelouch decides, oh, I'm just gonna steal this Gundam, why thi- or Gundam, this, uh, le- this, uh, Nightmare Frame, why thank you, goodbye, <laughs> just fly well, that, that was a perfect example that of keys in the cockpit. Jack! <laughs> that was keys, the, that was keys I mean, in the cockpit, and, and, and I'm stealing the cockpit, it was the ignition was turned on. <laughs> Yeah, that, that had a lot of cliches in it. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, it had cliches, but I mean, uh, the thing with Lelouch, she has enough style to just kind of grin, smile at the screen, and just fly off, and you're just like, ah, how wonderful that was. Yeah, so much style became the Phantom later in season <laughs> two. Yeah, style can't say anything. Sobro, another another cliche. Well, some people in the audience might hate me for this, but um, uh, this is a, I guess, a new trend as of recently, I guess, in the last decade, the Moe Blob. <laughs> What did you say? I, I've got no problem. I, I got what? No, <laughs> I've got no problem with homegirl and um and Gurren Lagann. Um, she she actually you know somewhat comes off as that, but then she has a you know her character goes places and you know there's another there's another time Wait, jump. As side, opposed- sidestepping his whole comment, <laughs> running away, throwing off my hat. I'm, I'm just saying. I was like, I understand. I don't the like the Moe chicks, but yeah, the one in Gurren Lagann, she did things. It's funny <laughs> that you never in a robot. It's funny that. You who identify so well with weak-willed losers have a distaste for, for just these little cutesy moe girls. What did they ever do to you? Ironic, isn't it? <laughs> it is ironic. It no, is I right. just um, I, you know, a lot of times they're just there to be cute. When, you know, but when the, when the, when you have a well-written show, they make use of everybody. So it it really your mileage may vary depending on the show. And what's wrong windows. with that? <laughs> I guess it's just me. Judge it from the <laughs> silence in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that, that's, yet that's yet again, you are ostracized by your own words. <laughs> there you go. So, oh, right, there you go. There you go. A machine. The older sister chick. That's cool. That's Weak-willed awesome. men and doomed women. I don't know what it is with you. All the women in Zeta, A machine, right? Like peanut butter and chocolate, man. The Reese's of mecha anime. God. <laughs> Before we go back to the audience, uh, might as well throw out the granddaddy of all robot cliches, even before the accidental teenage pilot, and that is waiting for the robot to combine before attacking it. <laughs> this really annoys me to no end that whatever, whether it's a super robot or a real robot, they always freaking wait until the robot combines before attacking it. And of course, by then it's too late. Every once in a while it gets subverted. You know, like in Victory Gundam, sometimes Uso would be docking up and they'd blow up either the top or the bottom, which they had more of those than they did like pairs of underwear, I think. They did it in Zeta too. The way they they do that. But um, sometimes you do see that. But more often than not, it's like, my God. And at least Gal Geiger came up with an excuse that, you know, the parts have a protective field around them. But you never see the enemies trying to test that. So did they just naturally assume that that's the rules of decorum. Do not attack the enemy's robot while it is combining. While the cloud of smoke is around me, you yes. must not attack me. Look, they've pulled out their stock footage. We should sit down and wait. Let's take a coffee break. So you're picking apart, the, Vol- you're picking apart the Voltron defense then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Gal Voltron Geiger. defense. We must give them time to form. You have, a, you have a comment, sir. Yeah, there, um, there's an anime called um, Genesis of Aquarion, which basically how you guys were saying that the robots usually don't attack them when they're trying to merge. Well, in this one, they actually do, and they have to like actually be like, oh, crap, 
We're gonna have to get out of the way. We're gonna have to screw this guy over so we can just transform and crap. The only thing I didn't like about that show, every time they transform, they look like they're having an orgasm. They they are. They don't care about the enemy. They just wanna they just wanna got tie and get their orgasms, which is <laughs> creepy when it's actually like a bunch of dudes in the three mecha. At least when there's a, at least when there's at least one girl, it's like eh, okay, that's good. But when it's a whole bunch of guys, it's like do not want. So let's let's hear from some more people in the audience who have not spoken. You sir. Uh, another one of the cliches that I always find that always bug me is that they never aim at the cockpit. Giant robots, there's a glass screen protecting them. Nobody ever aims at the glass. You mean the Kira Yamato law? Yeah, uh, there's always Gundams, Gurren Laga and everything. There's always a cockpit. Just aim for the guy inside the robot. They never do that. Well, no, they, in, hey, Gurren Laga, you know, they got the cockpit. Or, Very well I, in the eighth episode. Or, <laughs> they, they hit that or when they, bitch real hard. Or when they do hit the cockpit. <laughs> Wait, everybody, we, we've got the laughing man here. Oh. Yeah, please, please put it over your head while you're commenting. <laughs> Too bad it's not a video podcast. <laughs> so, so tell me, laughing man. Well, I really don't know how I feel about it. So I actually kind of like it, but painting your suit red apparently makes it ten times better. Made famous by Char Aznable. But you see it everywhere, though. I mean, they've even got an Ace Combat game where they painted a plane red, and it's suddenly so much better than everybody else's. It's just crazy. Well, this is this is a law. You know, this is this is proved by science. It's better <laughs> and three times faster. <laughs> and three times faster uh, from the front. You had a. I love it when it goes three times faster. I'm just saying. I will never complain if it goes three times faster. Do the ladies complain? Nope. All right, you sir. Uh, tearing through all the grunt units. Cannon fodder. Uh, mow them, mowing them down. Any uh, specific examples that stand out for you? Uh, all the way through Seed, a lot in Gundam Wing. It's been subverted in uh, Gundam Unicorn, if you saw that. Indeed. For, for once, you actually get some who, grunts seen, who survive more than two seconds. Yet. It doesn't exist. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the time of this recording, it doesn't exist. You can't see it in America, <laughs> can you? <laughs> I don't even know what I was saying. I think saying. it's in my mailbox, wink wink. <laughs> <laughs> it is in my mailbox. Um, Paul, why don't you uh, regale upon us another uh, cliché? Oh, I thought we were going to... There was a couple more people. Yeah. He had one, so... I was... We'll, we'll, we'll uh, get back to you all oh, in a okay. minute. So, we're just doing it in a couple of rounds, so... Another cliche. Um, one I always like, um, because I'm kind of old school when it comes to anime sometimes, is Old Grizzle Captain. Oh, yeah. I always yeah. love Old yeah. Grizzle Captain. Uh, especially with the, you know, oh, the, old style, the old style hat with the old style uh, overcoat. Very... Um, Yamato looking. The global effect. The global effect, yes. The guy who says nothing while everything's blowing up around them and just, you know, Grunts. is just sitting there like <laughs> cool as Quicksilver and then says, do this attack pattern, and then they win. That, and the one that kind of annoys me on the flip side of that is actually um, uh, enemy pilot good guy that I meet, you know, off the battlefield, but yet I have to meet him on the battlefield. You mean the, uh, the, the Rambaral no syndrome? This is no Zaku boy. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, no Baku boy. This is no Baku boy. <laughs> this ain't your typical kebab sauce, boy. Exactly. Uh, I mean, that it, it works, but then it, it just, it's kind of like one of those just tired cliches where it's like a lot of mecha shows, they just do it just to do it because it's like it becomes expected to do something like that. Old Grizzle Captain makes sense. Okay, you know, you you have the most advanced starship. You're going to have the best captain on there. You're not going to have some rookie, unless it's Mobile Suit Gundam. But 
Um, you know, so, but th- that one doesn't bother me. But, um, uh, Pedro, any other ones of yours that you. Yeah, uh, I have to say my favorite uh, mecha cliche is Nobuyuki Hiyama. Just hands down, a voice actor. Uh, basically, for those who've uh, seen Girl Lagan, the guy who played Vidal, uh, what was his name in Destiny? Um, or C- was. He was Asriel. Asriel. Uh, He's been, he was Guy Shisho in, in, um, Gal Gygar. In Gal Gygar. My, my brain's melting. Shiro in Basically, if you need hot blood and you need, uh, a badass voice actor, you get Nobuyuki Hiyama, and there is, there is at no point in any show that he doesn't bring the goods. You may hear his voice over and over again, but I, I'm instantly entertained every time I hear his voice. And you know what? As soon as you hear it. Oh, yeah, it, completely instinctive. In fact, if uh, you gamers out there, you ever play Legend of Zelda, all those grunts and yelling, that's Nobuyuki Hiyama. Oh, man, that means that, that's, that's Joe Higashi from the Fiddle yep, Fury series. Yep. Get out of here. And Dimitri Maximoff from yep. the Darkstalker series. What? Never man. forget that voice. Now I know who you're talking about. <laughs> so, uh, Sobro, you're, you're, you're up at bat. Oh, man, there are so many. Um, one of my favorites, one of my favorites is when um, someone's about to make a startling realization and dies before they can actually inform everybody oh, else. South Burning. South Burning. South Burning. And the secret of the conspiracy is... Yeah. The secret of this briefcase and, is... Oh. And the battle plans are... <laughs> that's, that's one of my favorites. I smile every time I see it. Every time. One, but, that, um, one that annoys me is, and it happens so much in, in all types of anime, but also specifically in, in robot war shows, is when the main character says to his love interest, uh, listen, honey, I've got something very important to tell you as soon as I get back from battle. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Which means you ain't getting back. You're, com- you're getting back in a pine box. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess with that would be um, you know first kiss in the uh, in the hallway to the hangar bay. That's always kiss of death too. Yeah, first last kiss. Yeah, first last kiss. I finally do love you. Boom. <laughs> now go die. Usually happens to the senpai uh, yeah. type of guy. That too. Here's, here's my mother's my mother's engagement ring. Hang on to it. I'm coming back for it. Yeah, okay. right. Whatever. <laughs> you had a comment over here. I had a couple. Uh, one is that they never seem to run out of replacement parts for anything. Yeah, I know. Or, like, Armoreau must have destroyed, like, 40 or 50 shields, and, like, they never, ever run out of them. Or they, yeah, always, so. they, they always have, like, a replacement for the top half and a replacement for the bottom half, yet they never make another Gundam and put them together. Yeah. You always wonder why, like, in Destiny, you know, they had, like, a zillion uh, tops and bottoms, but they never made more than one of the core Splendor. But they had these just, like, disposable, and same thing with, with original. Or with Victory, you know, they always had so many of those top and bottoms and just a couple of the core fighters. I guess the core fighters more advanced than their eyes or yeah, something like a, that. Yeah, a little crappy plane that shoots out ineffective like weapons two is too advanced. A fifty caliber. They have one hell of a recycling plant on the white base. <laughs> yeah, it's, it would. it's basically a ship with a magnum or, attached or, to it. Or with that would be the quick turnaround time, because I remember, like, you use your example of mobile suit, like uh, when Sela took out the Gundam and got the foot cut off. It was like by the next episode, it was all done. You know, it wasn't like, oh, we can't use the Gundam this episode because it's, <laughs> it's foot's, you know, it's got a hurt foot. It's on IR. <laughs> or... No, even better than that was in, in Zeta how the Methus would, like, get cut in half or ripped it apart or blow up, and the next episode would always be back. Yeah, unfortunately. Poor old, poor old Methus. Crappiest suit, but the most easily repaired. Yeah. <laughs> we had a comment over here from Mr. Akatsuki, and I don't mean the, uh, the mobile suit. Hey, that there's always that secret mode or program that turns on automatically right when they need it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. The, the, NOS whole, button. the whole system just shut down and it rebooted with this badass new program in it. Hey, don't you know, like, whenever, whenever you get, like, a blue screen of death, you know, this awesome thing is always coming back in the background when you reboot your computer? You never had that happen? Your computer turns red and just explodes with little green lights coming out? No? Well, damn, I... Just... Hey, that's just the red ring of death. That, that doesn't, that's not a benefit. Isn't that, isn't that right, Paul? What's that, the red ring of death? Yeah, that's, <laughs> not, that's not helpful. It's a good thing I wasn't saving the world when that happened. <laughs> You red ringed. The world ended. Yeah, I was like, man. I was. Yeah, so, so over clear. here. Well, it's either that or if I have my mobile suit done by Sony, my update will take four hours to do. <laughs> it's or, like you or, can't or, win with either one of them. Or, or but if you're four years, it's, it's like my, my, uh, my 360 red rings. I go to my PS3 and it's like, oh, an update. Oh, crap. Yeah, but at least it's not the Wii 45 where you, minutes later. <laughs> you have to put in the uh, parental code and your friend code and your principal's permission slip and all of that stuff. So, sir. So, this is one I love, absolutely adore, when you got the pilot who's, who's hyped up to be the best yeah, goddamn pilot in the world. He's amazing at everything he does. And then you see him fight, and he gets pwned so hard. My favorite example being Viral from Gurren Lagann. He comes up, he's awesome, then they make the Gurren Lagann pwned. Comes back, got a couple more arms, pwned. Keeps coming back better than ever, pwned every single time. It's, yeah. it's glorious, the, the feeling <laughs> of schadenfreude you get from this. You get pwned so much that he has to just quit and go to that side. Which, which leads us to a very related cliche that goes hand in hand with that, the loser villain. Yes. Everybody loves the loser villain, you know, the character who has a rivalry with the hero, and no matter how many times he tries, he just cannot beat the main hero. Perfect example, uh, the one of the original loser villains, Jared Mesa oh, yeah. from Zeta Gundam. Always talking trash. If it wasn't for the Gundam, I would have won. If it wasn't for Camille, I would have won. If it wasn't <laughs> for this diarrhea, I would have won. <laughs> He's always got some justification for explaining why he loses, and even when he gets Camille every once in a while, he just doesn't freaking kill the guy because he needs to torture him and enjoy it. It's like, dude, yeah. what are you doing? You suck. Chris. Oh, we got some more comments. Yes. Get some live ones back there. Some live ones. Yeah, that and um, the, the, the other thing with that, when you said he, uh, Jared would have to kill, uh, torture him, one I don't like, and this is, goes into all, all shows. It doesn't matter if it's anime or whatever. It's, um, you know, you finally get you finally get the, the, the main pilot or the main uh, the protagonist. You get him in his clutches. You hear the antagonist. And instead of just killing him right away, you've got to make some type of example or some grand thing, and then he, you know, escapes. Yeah. Yes, you, sir. All right. I love it so when I'm... it's a show about gigantic robots, but somebody always has something like five times as large just around. Like, for example, at the end of Gurren Lagann, how, for some reason, the moon is a giant robot. How would one even go about getting all the material to build something the size of the moon? Like, <laughs> on the entire planet, is there, is there enough metal to, like, make a moon-sized robot and then fight stuff with it? Yes. Yep. See, your, your friend over here, I had to explain to him with science that you have robots throwing galaxies at each other, and you're yeah. talking about moon-sized robots. What yeah, is I'll, wrong with you? I'll, I'll talk to science and logic go out the out the uh, out of the. Hey, you the kick logic to the with, curb and yeah, and, with, and uh, physics as well. Logging. Yeah, don't 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 bother overthinking that one. Exactly. I mean, pe people don't ask about the Death Star either. You know, Death like, Star wait, same size. It's like, didn't they prove this? No. Yeah, and they built two Death Stars, so you know. 
They're like the Mythbusters. And they got They're beaten by a bunch of little midget bears. So, yeah. another one, um, one that I would say that's uh, very annoying in, in mecha anime and regular anime is the, uh, the cliffhanger that isn't. And one of the worst defenders of this, sadly, is Gundam X, one of our uh, beloved shows on Gundam. <laughs> and you, you two... Uh, uh, Neo and Solbro, you know this very well. You know, yes. there's there's a cliffhanger at the end where Garrett's in trouble. Looks like the Frost Brothers are gonna get him this time. They're coming at him with the beam saber. He's gonna get crushed by this. The thing's gonna explode, and then come the next episode, it's resolved in five seconds. Yeah, it's like come on. After like five or six times in a row, I said, I see what you're doing there, Gundam X. You're not gonna trick me with your little uh, cliffhangers. What about um? What about uh, the last second to last episode of Macross Frontier when um? <laughs> you mean right, where yeah. where where a bunch of fanboys are like, oh my god, they killed the main character. They killed yeah. Oh no! They'll, like, no they'll kill a pretty boy main character, right? Yeah. They're gonna kill the pretty boy main character yeah. before he gets the chance to rescue the the Moe Blob, as as you would <laughs> term it, uh, Adam, and get back into his his real mecha. Hey, uh, I like Ronka. I'm one of I'm one of the it's, two. But hey, we you know we know that Suzaku did it, so. <laughs> <laughs> that, that also that also goes uh, that into would, one of my other uh, Rockley would be another discussion for another time. Yeah, <laughs> one, of my, yes, one of my other ah. hey, uh, heavily armed from Megatalk forums. Uh, one What's of my the, one of the ones I don't like is uh, like the main character who gets the Gundam or whatever. Their dad or their mom made uh, it, so they're supposed yeah. to be piloting it. <laughs> Cat's like, cradle. Yeah, that's an old super robot cliche that yeah. unfortunately uh, survived. Much longer than it should have, and even in yep. Unicorn, they kind of throw it in, in there. Unicorn. <laughs> I, I, I've seen it. I have not confirmed this. I've, heard of it in New- I've confirmed it. Yeah. Wink. What? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Moving on. May or may not be able to confirm this. You had a question, Mister the Hod. I would say one of my uh, other favorite ones is um, it's probably one of the oldest ones, almost Monster of the Week. Um, Monster of the week. That's that's right up there with uh, the combining robots. If it's yes, done, it if it's done well, it it can it's it can be nice. But sometimes it gets really stupid, and especially when you do Monster of the Week coupled with like uh, loser villain and like loser instead of monster, it's like mobile suit of the week or mobile suit of every two weeks. Yeah, sometimes like in Gundam X um, when they had that arc where. It's like four episodes in a row of let's send some psychopath to take down the double X. Yeah. So he's a mass murderer, but he likes puppies. <laughs> Except when he strangles them. Exactly. You know, that, 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 that gets a little annoying. Sometimes um, Monster of the Week can be fun on the show depending on the execution. Like, say, uh, King Gainer. It's oh, a yeah. fun show. And even though they had a lot of Monsters of the Week, it was just so ridiculous on a consistent basis that it was fun and enjoyable. Yeah, the, the she's pu- got a question back there. No, she kept, no. you kept raising your Maybe. hand. Now you're gonna, you're gonna you, you have to. No, 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 no. She no, was sitting no, there no. waving at the Burned whole time. By the fire, no, no, no. You you can't you can't dodge it this time. You have to say something. Um, my most hated cliche is when the men look like women. And oh. <laughs> amen, amen, sister. If it amen. looks like a woman, it's a man. Reach it. Unfortunately, yeah, there are many traps at MegaCon. If there's one thing you're always going to... Well, there's a couple of things you're always going to find at conventions where there's anime fans. You're going to find uh, a, a token uh, Vash from Trigun. <laughs> you're going to find a bunch of people uh, wearing crappy jeans and white t-shirts dressing up as L from Death Note. You're going to find 20 different clouds. You're going to find a bunch of, uh, oh, bunch of clouds and... Um, or else too. 
Yeah, and unfortunately, worst of all, traps. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And we know, we know what Admiral Akbar says about traps. <laughs> exactly. The trap was sprung. So, uh, gentlemen on the panel, anything else you want to throw out? Yeah, one last one. Uh, for me, anyway. The, uh, I, just idiotic main characters. Uh, specifically with Frontier, with Alto, and even with, the, even with Hikaru and the original Macross... And just oh my wow, god, Amaro, just, oh my god! You mean guys ah, so dense sentence. they can't see a woman literally oh throwing like, themselves at them, smacking the hell out of Alto, and the you are both my wings, and then he flies away into the distance with these two girls looking after him, or you spend an entire show with a pop idol on one leg, a beautiful uh, lieutenant on the other leg, and you just can't decide, and you, the pop idol becomes a bitch, and the other one becomes, starts falling in love with you. You're stupid. Wait, I want to fly. I want to fly. I want to fly in a real I love, sky. I love the, oh, really? I love the Imagine Macross. Really? Is there a choice it. to be made? It's, uh, oh, my God. Just, uh, <laughs> just know where this is going. Hey, it's well, just, oh, no, what, like, what we don't know is, we don't know if Alto was thinking in his head, threesome. No, he's not. No, 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 no. Alto wait, not a, wait a second. I take that back. He's too no, dense. He's not. He, he would, it would never occur to him to do something like that because he's such a doofus. He believes everybody else's hype and believes he's a woman himself. I want to fly in the sky. <laughs> I don't care about women. Oh, smack. But the yes, fan but, base screams at them okay. anyway, so... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah they, they, they don't want them Make a stream. choice. But at least there's a definitive hey, choice. You're going to make one was, side happy. If it was me, I would have gone with Surreal. <laughs> Whatever her name was. Cheryl. Yeah, Cheryl. Cheryl. That's, that's fine. a good man. That's cool. I but you know that. what? Easy but choice. Look, yo, yo, that's the thing a is, that's a choice. You know, half the fan base will be happy because he doesn't choose. Nobody's happy. If you if you've ever been to the sewer that is fanfiction.net, you will see that no matter whether there's an official pairing or not, people always concoct in their head what they think is better, what they think should be, what they think is the real intention of the creators. Which usually, of course, is always pairing men with men. That's, that's the real intention of the creators. Everything is yaoi. Yep. I say they do that so the shippers will watch the movie and see if he makes a choice. To tease them along and then give them nothing. So they keep shipping and shipping and shipping and shipping. For all time. Yes. One more. Um, mobile suits that are created solely for merchandising reasons, like uh, like ones that you know they're only there for like half an episode, and they put like so much effort into creating them just to have them blow up after like 15 seconds of film time, just so you like, oh, I totally want to build a bottle of that one. Like, see, Destiny, just tons and tons and tons and tons of suits that had no purpose whatsoever except for models. Strike freedom. I, I would like to. I would like to reiterate at this point, since he gave me the springboard, my hatred for one of the most atrocious things in Gundam ever, and that is, of course, the G-Fighter, which is probably the worst example of just a piece of crap gimmick thrown in by the toy sponsors that is useless, combining a plain tank thing with the Gundam. It's like, we gotta go dock into the G-Fighter. Oh no, we gotta turn back into the Gundam. It was used for toy marketing purposes, but it has no purpose in the story. So I enjoy that in the movies. It was basically a random upgrade so they could upgrade the Gundam. Yes, because it occurred halfway through. It's actually um, it's actually a ripoff of a design in Zambot 3. <laughs> so if, if, you don't like, if you don't like the G-Fighter, don't watch Zambot 3. Because there's, <laughs> some, there's something there that's going to definitely... Um... It's Zambot 3 leftovers? 
No, standby three is the precursor. I, I think uh, for our, our last comment from the audience, we, we should hear from uh, General Haterade himself. Don't you have something to say, Austin? Yeah. I just want to know, Pedro, how many awesome old robots did you hit on while you were at the con? You shut your mouth. <laughs> you shut your whore mouth. They're pleasure bots. I just wanted to know. And I, I mean, I know uh, I, I wasn't able to talk during the cliche part, I, but I mean, you know, I seeing Adam working on the uh, this thing over here with all the buttons. I mean, that was the biggest cliche over because I only saw him hit like one button, and he has all these shiny <laughs> buttons all over. Man, it's just. <laughs> Any response, Adam? Any, any response? That's true. That is true. You always see them. They're always in there doing all kinds of stuff, and then they just hit like one button. They hit one button. <laughs> only hit one button on that thing, man. This and it's it all over the place. And it never fixes anything, though. It's just That's <laughs> the easy button from Staples. <laughs> and and Austin, what do you have to say in response to that? Ah, uh, man, I understand what you're saying, but Kagali's still crying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? How, what? What can you possibly say in response to that? Somebody get that broth some Kleenex. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Hey, uh, what? Mech was telling me that you know you lost your copy of uh, Street Fighter 4, and I was going to give you my copy for PS3, but then I realized you don't have a PS3. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. At least, at least, at least, I'm open to multi systems. I'll own a PS3 someday. You'll never own a, a, a you'll never own an Xbox 360. I'll never. I'll put a hit on myself before I get that, man. <laughs> They don't fight though. I, you I so, got them on the shelf. They don't so fight each other. You know they can coexist. This man's perfect proof. Is this, is this wait? Is, it just, is this Megacon? Or did it just turn into the haters club? This man right here decided at one point he wanted to get an Xbox 360. You know what happened? His what? PS3 broke down on him. <laughs> <laughs> True story. You I shut would. your dirty whore mouth. Well, what irony? My 360 broke down on me, so I bought a PS3. Oh. <laughs> All right, that's the topic for another uh, another panel. So, so I guess we're going to close off this topic. And uh, you are listening to Gundam and MHQ live from uh, Megacon. Who shot you in the ass? Who? That who will be you. Me? I shot you? Yeah. I mean, I was, I was shooting. That was, I did a lot of shooting. I mean, but I, I, I ain't saying I shot you in the ass. I mean, I, I ain't saying I didn't shoot you. But goddamn, somebody shot you in the ass. Tell me about it. Greetings. I am Andrew Cook, the host of Pretentious Internet Theater. Each month, I bring you the finest in literature that internet fan fiction has to offer. Join us, won't you? At tinyurl dot com slash pit podcast. Remember, there is much drama on the internet, but only the best makes pretentious internet theater. Need a cake, but you don't want something boring from the local supermarket or bakery? In the South Florida area, try EpicSugarWorks.com. This bakery specializes in creating cakes based off of your favorite anime series, video game character, or whatever custom design you're looking for. Their online store also features anime and video game themed chocolate lollipops, as well as gift certificates if you want to give something to somebody. So if you're looking for a cake that's above the norm, go to EpicSugarWorks.com. It's epically delicious. End of discussion! Debate is over! You will write a formal apology! I will what? A formal apology! 
You will kowtow, you will step and fetch. Frank, if you think you can get me. used to it, it's the way of the world. If you're so hot on discipline, then Gun. damn it, start by accepting mine. Because contrary to popular opinion, I'm the head <clears throat> in charge. Come on, let's get something to eat. You really think you're bad, don't you? This segment of Get Down at MOHQ is brought to you by Petco. All right. Welcome back, and thank you, everyone, here at Megacon uh, 2010, right? Yes, 2010. Brain I'm freezer sure for a second. Uh, this is our second segment for our live show on Friday here in the Orange County Convention Center. Uh, this topic is actually going to be one that's going to be really um, audience participation in this one. Our previous one, we had some in there, but this is something I think everybody could really relate to. Um, and it would be, you know, what would be your ideal Mecca show? Uh, for me, very easy. You take the movie, Bad Boys 2. You search and replace all the, all the, you know, the cars and stuff and give them Mecca. That would be the perfect Mecca show for me. If you make Marcus and uh, Mike uh, pilots, be immense. Just keep everything the same. Even, even the chase scene in South Beach on the causeway, in Gundams or something, amazing. <laughs> Amazing, and the shootout, the shootout, the shootout. In the, um, was it in the, in, with the in, Haitians, with the Haitians, man. With God bless too. Haiti, though. But the, <laughs> those Haitians were bad in that. So. <laughs> no, actually, but you know, how could you not like a 360 camera view of a Gundam while it's fighting and and walking in slow motion in, in that yeah, Michael Bay yeah. style? I mean, seriously, heroic shot. Um, no, I would. I mean, for me though, um, I think. One of the things I, I kind of like right now for an ideal show to kind of buck the norm, um, even though everything's so, you know, they say they're gender equal in the future, but it's still like all the guys are still the main pilots and the, the real badass ones and the ones that survive. So Because uh, Japan is sexist. And, you know, it would be nice if uh, an attractive girl, but not all moe, sorry, Pedro. Oh, um, that's all right. But, um, you know, and, and she could actually fight, you know, and, and, and be a good pilot because they do exist. Um, you know, and, and maybe not have as many as the cliches that we were talking about previous uh, previous segment, um, and, and invent some of their own. Um, but um, I'll pass this on to uh, Chris. What would be some elements of your ideal mecha show right now? Okay, you take um, you take twenty four, and you okay. put Jack Bauer in a robot. <laughs> Same oh, wow. stuff happens. What if Jack Bauer is a robot? So, so you're talking about Metal Gear then? <laughs> yeah. No, no. What you do is, for the really ideal mecha show, is you take Dexter and you put him in a robot. Oh, Dexter? From Dexter's Laboratory? No, oh, from no. Dexter. Oh. Let's say. I like Dexter's Laboratory better. That, that be cool. He already has a robot. It doesn't count. No, he is the robot. <laughs> no, I watched um, 24, so I don't know. One thing I would like to see, um, you know, especially with the Gundam franchise, is uh, for them to realize, hey, there's a whole universe out there aside from the Earth, the Moon, and the area around the both of them. You don't like you've, the Lagrange points. You've you've got you've got Mars, you've got Jupiter, you've got other solar systems. Now I'd love to see if they did a Gundam show where it's still humans against humans, but like in deep space, like far in the future, they have faster than light travel, and you have, you know. Heroic age, you know, you have, you know, this universe-spanning conflict, conflict, and I've mentioned this before, you know, you have, like, in, in the mailbag, you know, you have an interstellar conflict between, like, Earth and, you know, another colonized human planet. 
you know, you have something that, that breaks up the old space versus Earth or Earth versus space. I think we definitely need some uh, more variety having uh, hapless teenagers pilot robots. We could get rid of them a little bit and, you know, have um, some experienced men get in there. Mind you, this is ideal. We're, we're totally ignoring the constraints of reality, which is that robot shows are made to appeal to young children to buy toys. So, of course, the characters will always be teenagers they can identify with. This is our ideal fantasy. So I would like to see, you know, a woman as the lead Gundam pilot. I would like to see a cast of all adults. And some shows that come close to that, you know, like Double O really didn't have too many kids in it. No. Sets, no. And even he grew up, so by season two, you know... He was the, a hard-edged kid, though, man. Kid from oh, yeah, the streets. Yep. He was on the streets. The only, yeah. the only kid you have left in, in season two is uh, Desu Desu on the bridge of uh, the Ptolemy. Yeah. That's, that's season two, though. What, what a piece of crap. <laughs> oh, dang. Worst, um, worst double O ever since. I remember reading about some guy giving a guarantee something. and telling me it was going to be good. He did. He, he gave you that guarantee. He did, and he still stands by it. It was a good season, just, just slightly a little less good than season one. But tell, it's still tell, good. Tell that to, to the Zambot guy at, at Yasumicon. Oh, yeah. Mr. Zambot yeah. who, who came to Yasumicon? Yeah, the Zambot troll. <laughs> berated me in front of God and country. So, Sobro, since you have uh, this uh, seal of, of approval that you give to mecha shows, what would you give for your seal of approval for if you created a mecha show? Um, I would like to. I'm fresh off of the rebooted Battlestar Galactica, so I wouldn't mind seeing something that was like that, where it's like just a fight for survival for mankind. And um, you've got instead of you know the Vipers, you've got mobile suits. Um, I make it two parts that, one part Lost, which I know excites Neo. <laughs> Will the there be sexy cat. androids? What's that? Will there be sexy androids? A whole slew. <laughs> None of them Moe. Sold. <laughs> Almost, but. Uh, <laughs> But um, but um, yeah. I mean, if anything, something that was along the level of how much how tense that series was, and how how emotionally invested you got in the characters, I'd love to see something like that where you don't have conventional type characters at all. Of course, you're gonna have the grizzled captain. Though. You always gotta have him. But um, other than that, that that would be. Hey, you know what, Sobro? There's a show that does all of that for you already. It's what? called Legend of the Galactic like Heroes. Heroes. Oh yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Which you didn't watch. I, 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 I'm known for sleeping on good shows. I'll, I'll definitely get on that one. But um, that's, that's mine. Don't, don't Pedro. Rush. All right. Please, uh, and before you say anything, please uh, keep in mind that when you give us your ideal mecha show, don't say anything that will bring the party van crashing down upon us. <laughs> okay. Damn. All right, I got to think. Okay. Remember, you're in America too, not oh, yeah. Japan. So we, we, we have we have different laws. ages here. We right. have laws here about little okay, children. I want yeah. you to take the movie Blue Velvet, and I want you to add robots. <laughs> what? The hell? I want I want I want I want a mecha like breathing in that uh, that laughing gas. Get <laughs> uh, Dennis Hopper as a robot in your set. Uh, all right, no, seriously. Hey, Dean um, Stockwell was a robot in Galactica, so <laughs> that's true. You're already halfway uh, there. All right, so I mean, it really depends, sort of, on what, you know, my personality at the time. Like, do I want something that's going to be uplifting? Do I want something that's going to depress me? Do I want something serious? I mean, so basically, it's going to be one or two varieties. You want something ridiculously over the top, like Gurren Lagann really sort of exemplifies everything about something that you know, even though it has like a super downer ending and has really, really serious moments, like it really filled me, it filled me with joy. Like it made me happy to watch it. I mean, even when you know stuff gets really bad for the characters. I'm still really enjoying watching it. It's not really much of a downer. And the other, other side of that... It was good for eight episodes. Yeah, it was great. The best eight-episode show ever, you know. <laughs> you know, and then you know, he dies, and then it's 
It's complete garbage. I mean, Gundam is the worst 00 since Twin Peaks. Uh, Ouch. That's yeah. true. There's some right, truth so, to that. <laughs> so, and then you have the opposite, the serious side. And really, for something really, really serious, I really thought that Macross, the original Macross, did a really, really wonderful job of getting a serious wartime situation. And despite, you know, whatever the limitations were in the art, I mean, there's some really crappily animated, I mean, watching that with Chris, having the Max and Milia knife fight in the middle of that park. That was the best knife that fight was, in the history of the world. How dare was, you say anything oh, about that? Ah, that was bad. One of the most beautifully drawn weddings I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody awesome. knows that no, when, like, when I, I, knives when I get married, clash. I'm going, to show, I'm going to show a still of that and say, I want my wedding to look like this. All you got like one eye like this. Yeah. Like Everyone that. knows that when like knives clash, you have stars coming out of them. You know, but like, I, you know, I, some, you know, something really serious and you know that treats war like well, war. That treats war like war, and you know, definitely a lot of the, a lot of the war has I changed. Thought that, I thought the Eighth MS team did a good job of showing war like war, but the problem is, and it's just consistent problem with just a lot of anime in general, just writing. It's not very good. It's very stilted. It's very. It just feels very pedantic. It doesn't feel natural. It's not Who consistent. is Lolly Lule Lo? Oh, those <laughs> words. Yes, just in general. I mean, like buzzwords here. You know, so, you know I thought. I you thought know, about this. You know, I mean, someone's got to say this, man. Someone's got to say look, this. I'm sitting in my bare lair. I'm trying to think of how to get more lollies in this thing. I mean, you oh give, give me a break here. Uh, it's you know <laughs> too old. The, <laughs> too old. You know the, the problem. The problem really is is that like I don't think a lot of the mecha genre is conducive to having something very serious like that because you have something serious like that and a lot I, honest, I mean I still haven't finished the second season of Double O yet just because everything keeps getting in my way to finishing it but not um, missing anything from, from what I saw from the first season from what I've seen so far I honestly think that they try to take a very serious approach to you know modern day contemporary situations and uh, I don't think people. I don't think. I don't. I honestly, like from the fan reaction, just in general, I don't think people really appreciated that. I don't think that pe- most people can really accept something super serious in the mega genre. People say they will, but then it's presented and they don't like it. And I think I don't know if the, how much of that is the audience and how much of that is the writing. It's, it's sort of one of those. The worst. It's the worst. Double O since Unicorn. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. basically, um, I want my silly shows uh, even more over the top and bombastic, and I want the serious shows to be more serious and better written. Yeah, if I wanted to be dirty, you know, just a dirty perv, I'd like um, I'd like a Gundam or a mecha show that was just more like Tenjo Tange. Uh, get some Queensblade. Yeah, get some Tenjo Tenge and Queensblade and some robots. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> dirty. Yeah, I can do that because at least they're of age. Right here. Right here. Bones. Bones. Uh, yes. You know what? You know what? I, I've, I've been starting to I need to, to wash my hands. <laughs> I got. I've been starting to watch The Shield again, and I wouldn't mind seeing a, 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 a mecha series. Ben Grimm. Like, ben like Grimm as pilot. Ben Gr- no. <laughs> Cletus Van Damme. Something. Cletus Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I would. I wouldn't mind seeing something that's like Pat Labor, but with the intensity of The Shield. That would be. The, that would be so awesome. No, The Shield. <laughs> Vic Mackey is Oda. There you go. So, bro, the thing is. I understand what you're saying, mm. but Kagali is crying. <laughs> she would be throughout that whole show. <laughs> She's crying back there in the corner. Poor Kagali. Why don't we kick it to the audience? And uh, Austin, give us your, your hate-filled premise for your ideal show. My ideal show would have to be Macross Frontier when you kill off Cheryl and Ronka in the first episode. <laughs> Just Damn. go on. And then, and then Alto gets really scarred in the face, so you, you cut out all the fangirls right there. 
Now, how would you kill uh, Cheryl and Rock on the first episode? Just a rock. Blah. <laughs> how, how, wait, how, like a how hand about, of a How about that? you have them get turned into applesauce by the Vajra just like yeah. William? No, no, no. I mean, that's, you know, that, that still sells shit, man. You don't, I don't want to sell any figures for that. What I want is them, you know, the chilling and the observation deck. They're like, hey, look, that looks like a moon. And, you know, Cheryl is like, that's no moon. That's a, <laughs> that's a, that's a space station. It's a but you know what? They would, they would sell the rock. <laughs> They would. They'd sell a figure of the rock. They would, but you know, you know, and then there'd be least, like a heel right here. At least something. I wouldn't have to deal with the fangirls anymore, going, Aah! and you know, I don't have to hear the whole alto choose this guy or this girl, whoever, whatever. Like, like some people that we know. Yeah, some people that we know. Yeah, I'll buy that one. That's on my Cot, wall. Cots, Cots dies sooner, like as soon as he shows up. Yeah, but in all. <laughs> But that that goes into that goes into uh, that goes into existing show rewrite. So, Aww. but in all fairness, I did already watch my ideal mecha show, which would be Fafner, and it's just basically X nice. with mechs. So, I mean, that's my favorite. That's that's one of my favorite shows right there. That's it, my ideal one. Is the ultimate slasher slasher mecha show. That's yes. what it is. Don't get attached. Don't get attached to anybody. That's no, all. Don't. That, that's all. That, that's all it is. It might as well be Friday the Thirteenth. Exactly. Couldn't get ready to spray paint on graves all over the place. Just oh, defile Great. everything. Macross Frontier still sucks. That's all I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's take it to somebody else in the audience. Uh, who? Okay, Mister the Hot. Um, Mister the Mobile Hot. Suit Gundam. Wait, <clears throat> Saji's counterattack. But just, but That's seriously, right. um, I, I would like to see right some like Legend of Galactic Heroes with um, with Gundams. I don't know if you can get that much man love ever to be that well written again. Hey, it has a ring or to man it. Saji's adoration. Reinhardo sama. And Saji dies like in the end, oh. but we don't know. So then people just debate for like. 30 years. Is, is he trying to crash pizzas on the earth? <laughs> He's trying to deliver pizza to earth. <laughs> An asteroid filled And them. fails. <laughs> yes. All right. Mine would be like the mechs from Candidate to um, for Goddess with kind of in Vandred, but with a better plot. Because I like how Vandred was men versus women and... The Mexican Candidate for Goddess was really nice. It's kind of like Ava, but yeah. it the mechs were actually female mechs. They were not like the stereotypical male mech. So that was kind of a twist right there for Candidate for Goddess, even though it had like a Evangelion style style um Boo. genre. So do you want robots with boobs? Is that it? Basically, boobies and robots all the way. Hey, works works what from Macross Seven and and many super. What was that shows. missile shot that Afro-Daddy had in uh, Mazinger? What, what was that called? I forget what it was called. Breast missile. I don't know. I, I, it's just uh, the. Hey, uh, hey, Pedro, have you noticed that we have another bear in the room now? Really? Where? I don't see no bear. Oh, over in the back. It's a wild bear. Oh. Oh, I see. We have the wild bear of Russia has joined us. Who will win in a fight to the death, the wild bear or the pedo bear? <laughs> now, see, what happens is I'm going to run from the wild bear, and then I'm going to toss well, a lolly the, in his way. Is the I'll prize see. Soma? First season Soma? Yes. Then the pedo bear. My money's on pedo bear. Yes. <laughs> I live forever. Let's hear some more uh, from the audience. Uh, if you have a comment on your ideal mecha show, what would it be? I would like ideal mech show for me. Kind of like, like 8th MS team where it's like 
kind of gritty and whatnot, and like Vietnam, but with Gundams. Love Fest, you know, that gritty style, like Votoms. Sing oh, it, yeah. brother, sing it. And just watch the Kumin arc of Votoms in your set, basically. Yeah. But I want it with Gundams. <laughs> Gundams. Uh, anyone else in the audience? Yes. Jesus. Don't call. It's not really based on anything that's been out there, but my friends and I have been talking about we want to see one that's all these main characters introduced through like half a season and they all just die and you get like the little no-name character that gets to save the world. He doesn't even have a name, he's you know, pilot 39B who yeah. saves the world. Bob saves the world. With a shitty, you know, with a really crappy old mecha, not like a giant Gundam. Like a guy that started on as the janitor in like well, the first episode. Yeah. There it's, is. It's a battlefield promotion to you know squadron leader. Now I'm I'm with you on that. I I. There is a show that kind of does that. Uh, oh crap! What's it called? Dugram? It's from Funimation. Oh, it's uh, Strain, where yeah. half the cast gets killed twice. Yeah. Half the supporting cast. They set up in the first episode a whole supporting cast for the main character and a love interest. They all get killed by the main character's brother who has turned evil. And then there's a little bit of a time jump. They introduce more supporting characters who also get killed by the main character's brother, including the second love interest. Wow, persistent. So, awesome. And in the end, That's it comes great, down actually. to the uh, main character fighting against her, uh, her evil brother who's really not evil because blah, 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 blah. But that's a show to check out. It's from Funimation. It's 13 episodes. Good, solid show. And uh, everything you think is going to happen with these supporting characters ends up not happening because they die. <laughs> but I just told you that, so now you expect it. Sorry. <laughs> way to go. Yeah, wait, Spoiler. Wait, way to kill the ending on that. Yes, sir. Uh, I see. I think a lot of series should take off about like Outlaw Star did. Um, it was totally like revolutionary. And like, what qualifies as a mecha? Uh, that it didn't have to be this humanoid robot that transformed. That it could be something that was a ship. It seemed like it was both more realistic, but also uh, at the same time like hyper realistic. Like it would never actually happen. And that they also incorporated ideas like magic into it, and like the ancient societies. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that, that it's it's like. Um, a revamping of like all these these people that are in um, outer space trying to find like retechnology. It's kind of like how they did with Turn A Gundam, but not shitty. Oh, oh, oh! Ooh. Now, Damn, son, man. now, you just son, to a far fight. <laughs> son, you you have Damn. crossed the line. You are gonna have to explain yourself. The worst mecha designs ever in a Gundam series. Well, that... but but as a, as a series, did you did you did you like the story or did you not like the story at I, all? I, I couldn't. I just couldn't get over the animation, the character design. Really? You didn't like a black guy as a main character, did you? Say it, son. No, <laughs> uh, uh, no, no. no. But I, Laurent, I, Laurent was changed. We could believe in. I, <laughs> I don't know. It just the whole series turned me off. I love the idea, but when I when I actually got to see it, I just couldn't get into it at all. <laughs> You know, I would suggest to you that uh, you give it another try because at first, uh, when I watched it, soon after it, it premiered, my, I, my feeling was the same and I was in the mindset of, you know, I've seen Universal Century Gundam and that's the way it is and anything that isn't that is garbage. And I thought the same thing about G when I first saw it. I thought, what the hell is this crap? <laughs> I love G. I love it because it, was, it wasn't about being serious or like it wasn't supposed to mess with UC. It was supposed to be something just like completely fun and out there. And let's just see how crazy we can be and flip the Gundam universe on its head. The, the point is, though, that, you know, 
I had the, the, the same mindset of, of, I just couldn't get into it, this is garbage, yada, yada. And then I gave both shows another try, and I loved them both. So if you, you know, go back into it, you, you might find that your perspective is different from what it was before. I will, I, I will give you the uh, Chris uh, seal of, uh, of, what? of authenticity. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the, 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 guarantee, the guarantee. And if you don't like it... You can you can uh, blame him for it. You can blame you, of course, <laughs> of course. Sbrmahq at gmail Exactly. Yes. Send send your compliments. All yes, sir. <laughs> My uh, ideal All next show would be Icky Tosin with gun tanks in space. Yes. <laughs> Icky Tosin with gun tanks in space. Yes. That's yes. explain. You just, you just Why? Made Neo's so, favorite show. No, he just sold it. That's it. It's done. Hilarious. And no one expects it either. Okay, so when the girls are piloting gun tanks, when the girls are piloting the gun tanks, if they get hit. With a missile or something, their shirts explode. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you can't go wrong there. Gun tanks, Nikki Tosin. You you can't I, go wrong. I'll buy stock in it. <laughs> I'll I, I, I think it, a screenplay needs to be written. Again, but in space. Why don't and and you know what? In and, and to make it even better, you have special OVAs where they just wash the gun tanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you can throw in lollies for Pedo Bear. No. <laughs> Well, there is one lolly in there. Yeah, you know one. You gotta, you gotta go. Yeah. You gotta get everybody. You know. Yeah. The remember, remember, she's gonna be a legal lolly. Though. Yeah, she's eighteen, but she's you know deliciously flat. You know? She's DFC she's for DFC. everybody. There we go. That's right. <laughs> DFC with a little with a little, so uh, little cushion in the back, and you're just makes me finger licking good. <laughs> <laughs> you got a little LeBaron. I'm you, huh? just never kidding, that. sir. <laughs> I would love to see a mega show where none of the main characters are pilots of megas. Just like everyone else, and how they react to a world where Mecha are constantly battling around them. It's so like the white base bridge. That's cool. It's you. You have this show. It's called Escaflone. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you didn't watch it. I watched the entire show. I watched the movie. Obviously, you didn't pay attention. Obviously not. You fail. You get another ride home. <laughs> Let's say you make a show like Escafloni, but this time Vaughn has the balls to pick, uh, actually kiss the Tommy at the end. Oh, oh. damn! Well, wow. wow. Word. And the TV show. Damn. Okay. Harsh One words. time, Austin made sense. <laughs> so, bro, any uh, any retort to that? Wait, no. He just gave the wrong. I just think uh, they also need to do F ninety one TV show instead of that crappy ass movie. <laughs> You know what? I agree with you, too. Oh. I agree that with them. And for Pedro, I think they need to make a uh, Lolly Force 9 where they have a bunch of lollies go on a slide into a mech. Amen. And he would be, he'd be Amen. the sole proprietor of that and buying all actually, of the Actually, stuff. what you need is like you need a set of combining robots, and they're all lollies, and they form one mega lolly in the middle. And they, all, and they have <laughs> orgasms that they combine, just like aquarium? Yes, and actually, actually like the robot, when it forms, it's like, it's like a little cheerleader. And it's like a maid lolly or something? Oh, with, yes. with beam pom-poms? Oh, Absolutely. It would be you strike set, you set my mecha. You set my moe heart aflame. <laughs> Sky Girls? Chris. Hmm. Right oh. I will investigate this. <laughs> yes, sir. Onto the internet. I'd like to see something like, like a, a stray or a stray made into a, an anime. So you want uh, something different, like, like a, a junk man piloting, piloting a robot? and Exactly. I mean, it, it breaks the norm. Indeed. So, so like that's a, not a bad idea, man. Actually, actually, what Angel said was kind of interesting. Uh, speaking about like uh, this, the, the the every man reacting to the mechas, 
it would sort of be like uh, in you know double O with Saji if you know Saji were useful. Oh, but he's not. Damn. Because I'm sorry. Man. I'm so- sorry. 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 Damn. It's just you know it, it's the it's the honest truth. It would be oh, interesting to have hate. a bunch of people just sort of react into this world, and unfortunately, Saji just wasn't able to handle. I'm sorry. Oh, this hate for the working it. man. Damn. <laughs> you 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 didn't watch Double O Eighty, did you? The main character is not a pilot. You fail. Get out of here. Go back to your main cafe at YusumiCon on July 17th and 18th in FIU. <laughs> Promotion. Nice shameless. Shameless promotion. EpicSugarWorks.com. <laughs> you better give me free food. <laughs> For life. <laughs> All right. He, he is your spokesman. <laughs> you said it. But, you guys um, up here have any more? Because uh, if not, I think we could probably just uh, do a few minutes of, uh, you know, just general Q&A like, like we usually do at shows and then give away some prizes to uh, close out the evening. That well, sounds oops. awesome. That's it. Yeah, I'm pretty good. All right. So uh, we're going to just uh, do a couple of general Q&As. You can ask us about anything at all with robots, whatever it is. And then uh, we're going to give away some uh, nice uh, Gundam Wing wall scrolls that some person <laughs> gave to us. I'm good. You just take pictures. <laughs> Take Historian. Pictures. Boy Wonder. Do your job, Parker. You're fired, Parker. Why did I hire you, Parker? <laughs> boy, boy Wonder. You're fired, Parker. <laughs> Get me a picture of Spider Man, Parker. What did I pay you for, Parker? Get out of here, Parker. <laughs> yes, sir. Do you guys play Gundam War? The Gundam oh, War. the card game. Oh, the card game? No. I kind of wanted to dabble it. You. Another question. Okay, um. Let's see. Do we play mobile ops? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> hey, what do you know? Oh, man. Hey, Sobro, why don't you answer this question? I played it. I played it for a little while. You all played the... the hacked demo because that's all that you can play. That's all we got was right. the hacked demo. So, and, you know, and, and, we, and let me I'll, ask you, uh, for what reason was it that you bought a 360 in the first place? I bought a 360 for mobile ops. But then... And but how well did that work out for you? It worked out well because Street Fighter 4 came out. Done. What? You know, you know, Street Fighter 4 <laughs> is also PS3. Hey, all I know is it came out. And, and, it, and you want to know something? Uh-huh. Uh, you know what else the PS3 has? What? Every other Gundam game. Hey, you know what? Oh. <laughs> Ooh. And none of them good. <laughs> well, you just say that because you have the Xbox hey, and you're G-Louse. I'm, I'm still waiting. <laughs> yeah. Both have okay, a Dynasty Warriors. What is your Warriors. comment, sir? Love I bought a 360 for the same reason, because mm-hmm. I wanted mobile ops. Hell yeah. And then after I realized I, I've spent more time watching Netflix on my 360 yes! than playing games, I sold my 360 and got a PS3. Ah! Oh! <laughs> this man has seen the light. What? Amen, brother. So, so no, and no then, Gears and then of ordered War, no, the no Halo? And then ordered the disc from uh, um, 0081. Sec- um, the new Gundam game is coming out. It came out for PS3. Oh, oh, yeah, of course. It oh, would not, it's not on the 360. Oh, wait. One day, one of these years, I'll get one. One, one of these, these decades. One, one of these decades. You're right. You know, you know what's gonna happen? Second hand. Saji Cross will become a man before you get uh, a Gundam game <laughs> on the 360. <laughs> we'll see. I hope either will happen. Anybody else in the audience uh, have? Season two more before this guy gets a PS3. Ouch. Oh, damn. Ouch. Bring it in there. And for those that don't know, we joke about Double O Season 2. We loved it, but... um, Double O Season 2 was the worst PS3 since the ColecoVision. <laughs> <laughs> the, rest, the rest of the Bad. internet likes to... 
likes to poop all over it, but you know we 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 stand by our opinions, but we just like to joke about it too. So. Except for Zambot, yeah, and Zambot, Zambot stands Zambot by his like. seal of approval. I, I, I follow the masses on that one. It was terrible. Yes, <laughs> do you now for the whole panel? What would you rather have, Lakasha's chair from Code Geass? Or Bright's chair from uh, Charles Counterattack. Oh, it's easy. Bright's chair. Bright's, Bright's chair. It depends. Is she still in the chair? <laughs> hey, you didn't. Yeah, that you didn't say. For you, you, you got a no. Who, who's those? No, the the, the, chi- the Chinese, the yeah, little the Chinese Empress. girl is. Chinese lolly. No, you no, get the Empress. Not that, not that annoying yeah. little. I, I, yeah, you, uh, no, Bright's chair. Okay, I'll take her. Yeah, I will take uh, Ribbons no, no, mobile listen, couch no. from Double O. You got you got to re- no, no, you got to realize my northern my northern brethren like some really really young. Oh, I just like them young. Actually, I, I think I'd take that <laughs> and um, what uh, Reinhardt's uh, thing in uh, Legend of Galactic Heroes. That nice little that nice little chair he had, where it was like all laid back, and he had all his little manservants around him. Oh no! <laughs> you, you want those manservants? You want Emil? No, well. He had a pretty good thing going there, so. Okay. Do you just well, want the ginger with you next by, just, you know, with that boy crush? Well, I got to worry about him for one season, so. Cutie ice. Cutie ice. There was some real boy love going on right there. Oh, man. No, not, no, not as much as 0080. Not at all. Oh, Jesus Christ. You mean, you mean, you mean <laughs> like, like saying a little video called Bernie's Lament? <laughs> I did, I'd implore everyone tonight to go home and to go on Google and type in Bernie's Lament. And it'll, it'll bring you to a YouTube uh, file. Go to, go to Google and, and type it's in. And um, it's an it's a AMV. And, um, made by a man. man made by a man, room, yes. In this room. Not me. Behind this table. Yes. Wearing a yellow bandana. <laughs> we'll just call him Solbro yeah. to preserve... You know, the integrity of, of the victims. It's pretty gay. <laughs> Thank you. I, uh, I made it as wonder. a tribute to 0080, um, but it can be easily misconstrued as something. No, different. seriously, go and, no. go and check this out. If you go to YouTube. And then, and then, and then go to our website and then email us th- your thoughts, <laughs> if you your first YouTube, impressions. If you, if you go to YouTube and search for Bernie's Lament, you'll find my AMV for Anyone else have And my other AMVs, too, if you want to check them out. <laughs> hey, Al, I'm going to die. What are you wearing? Real drunk. Anybody <laughs> so have any other? Oh, those tight shorts again. Oh, I know yeah. it's wrong for a 25-year-old man to call a 10-year-old boy at 3:30 in the morning, but I love you. I love you, Bernie. But Bernie, horrible. But you're Bernie, gonna I love that, you. You're gonna beat that Gundam. Wait a misconstrue. Wait. A... <laughs> I didn't make it. Uh, well, well, I didn't make either format. <laughs> Does anybody have any other uh, general comments to make? Yes, sir. Well, you're just you're hateful. Austin could wait. (laughs) From the gentleman who adores Turn A Gundam. Oh God, no. Uh, I had two questions. One, who on the white face deserved the the bright slab more than Amaro Ray? Hmm. Those damn kids. Now wait a second. If Bright in zero zero seven nine could look forward into the future and see what a little bitch Kotz was. Yeah. They should just beat him to death right there and spare everyone all the trouble of all of the mobile suit stealing and all of the bitching and the whining. We mean Sarah. We we steal this. Like him on the white face. Oh, and my second question was what the hell was with this? (laughs) 
What <laughs> did that mean? I never understood it. That's the best, man. It, it, it's uh, it's uh, it's shoe, you know. Oh, the commercial break, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the eye catch. Like what, what? What? I understand it was like to get your attention to get get back in the series, but what would? What purpose did it have? Like, what is it? What were they what, trying to mean? That is, what, what meds were Tamino on during the it's 70s? It's 1979. Look, look hey, it was 1979. A lot of stuff was going on in 79. Some Zoloft Disco was alive. It's uh, what we like. It's what we like to call love. unexplained Tomino genius. There's a lot of that in the franchise. <laughs> uh, on what he was saying, uh, or what you were saying, if Bright could look like in the future, uh, he would name his son Cats. <laughs> That's Ooh. another thing too. Beat the crap out of that punk because they were the same little bitch, and I hated them both. Oh, sometimes you know You're it's right. sad. It's Ooh. sad that sometimes the apple falls very far from the tree, real far. And I think, uh, <laughs> Peter, would you agree that uh, Bright would say, "Son, I am disappointed." <laughs> so, disappoint of severe. He would give you. Yes. He would give him that that speech. I'm not really. Backup, I'm not angry, son, but I'm disappointed. Hey, who wants to win some free crap? All right, everybody's excited now. You know, I think that um, we should bequeath one of these um, these wall scrolls to um, the woman who can shoot you from across the stratosphere as recompense for for busting up Poirot. <laughs> <laughs> Even yeah. though it was Tamino's fault, I, I guess. So, Miss Stratos, please come up and and uh, pick pick one of three uh, Gundam Wing wall scrolls. There you go. What's your name? Lock on. Okay. <laughs> All right, lock on. Are you are are you Neil? Okay, or, uh, what was the other one? Neil and Neil Neil Delandy. Neil and Lyle. Neil and Lyle. Okay, Neil. Oh, yeah, please, you don't have an eye. Uh, please pick a wall scroll. Thank you very much. Can can he can he get a picture of you guys? Yes, get it. We'll get a picture when you pick pick. The one with the boys on it. They all they have, have boys, the boys on, on them. They're all pretty on it. Indiscernible. Tight shorts. All right, bro- roll it. They're ready for the Victoria's Secret catalog. Hit. <laughs> there you go. You got, you got a big white, big pretty boy in it. All right. The whole thing. Okay, okay, here we go. Nice touch on the halo. <laughs> I'm kind of dead. Oh. <laughs> hey. All right. Excellent. Lock on walks away with an endless waltz wall scroll that has uh, all the pretty boys and it has uh, wing zero spreading its um, bell dandy metal feather the bell the bell dandy gundam Wings. awesome bell dandy zero give her a hand all right we got two more uh, wing wall scrolls to give away so what should we uh, ask people to do hmm um ask them to do <laughs> hmm <laughs> yeah sprite slap uh who can do the best bright slap on Sobra? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> who can Except do the best Sobra when Who can do the best takedown of one of Sobro's men? Ooh. Verbal takedown. Oh well, it's Austin. I mean, what's no, no, Yeah, he's disqualified. Austin he's is exempt. disqualified. No. Yeah, he's exempt. Kagali is still crying because wait, of Wait, 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 wait. Okay, if, I got an if, idea if for anybody, one of them. If anybody can guess. Wait, wait. I got it. All I got right. this one for one of them. Okay. You have to admit one of um, when it comes to, to Mecca, your guilty pleasures that you are otherwise completely embarrassed to share with anyone and never would, but you will share with this room and with thousands of people on the internet for the sake of winning some free crap. Mecca guilty pleasure. Oh, a show something that. that you would never admit to anyone, but you uh. will tell us right now. Hmm. Shut up. <laughs> Austin loves Dragon Knight. I should have known. <laughs> Come on now. That's Think tough. about it for a second. 
think about it. I was very open-minded into that show. Everybody's got to have a guilty pleasure. Hmm. Come clean and you will walk away. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not sure if you'll call it guilty, but I actually like Shin Asuka from Destiny. <laughs> Do you feel guilty about liking him? Yeah, because he turned out to be a whiny bitch at the end. <laughs> well, technically Uh-oh. he was no, Uh-oh. he was a whiny bitch Down at the Austin. end, but he was a screaming emo at the beginning. <laughs> Boy Wonder just had a seizure. What, what do you think, gentlemen? Does, uh, does this pass muster? He, he I don't know. Is there anybody else that uh, might have something? So far, he's here's somebody else. Shinoska's kind of easy. That's a kind of easy guilty pleasure. We need something really guilty. Somebody, anybody, volunteer something. Come on, people. So it's far, he's crap. on me. It's free crap, people. Come on. No guilty you just have to embarrass yourself. So afraid? <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's just guilty. All right. I've got a terrible one. Uh, when I first got a Dreamcast... I got uh, Gundam, uh, the side story game. What's it called? Rise from the Ashes. Rise from the Ashes. First thing I do when I turn it on and I see a Zaku, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Where's Leo? (laughs) 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 To be expected. Anybody else have um, something they feel guilty about with Mecha? Um, a favorite? Oh, how about a, a, a guilty pleasure anime? Anybody have a guilty pleasure anime that that um that, that you dig and you wouldn't you wouldn't think anybody else would would, would, would like that? And you would never like tell that? your friends. One of you out there loves lollies. I know it. Hey, I can smell it. I, I like saying I moon. smell my kind. <laughs> you already submitted something. Okay, you. <laughs> oh, I slap you. I'll slap the taste out of your mouth. Queen's Blade? Chick with the acidic breast milk. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Queen's Blade. Hey, there's a lot. Let's go on. Be proud. Dandy, if you will, but I like Bakugan. Oh, he, he Bakugan. likes Bakugan, man. Bakugan. Bakugan. I, the game, but I like the anime. You're supposed to like the game, too. <laughs> You're supposed to give in to the commercialism. Bye, bye, bye. You're a bad sheep. Let's go. All right. Um, okay, so we have uh, confusion about the Zaku and the Leo, liking Shin Asuka, liking Bakugan. <laughs> the Hod has something to share. I actually like G Savior. Oh! Oh! Winner. That's it! Winner. That's it! Done! It's, it's, it's over! It's over! No, it's over! It's over! It's over! It's over! It's over! It's over! You, you can actually say that with a straight face. Oh, was... Come up here and select uh, your wall scroll. You left the mic smoking. But know this. You're walking away with pretty boys to hang on your wall regardless. <laughs> this is there's no way you win in this. No matter what you do, you lose. You win, you, you lose. You like G Savior and you have pretty boys on your wall. Alright, we gotta post for a picture. You're, you're an honest man. Yeah. Hey. Because he said that, that was Dude, straight. G Savior. That's yeah, not yeah. as bad. That's Ooh. not as bad as G Savior. G Savior is like somebody took a dump on your eyes and they expect you to like it. Hey Chris, you have um, you have a guy back here. He likes Zoids. He was wondering why it's not on MHQ. <laughs> why are there no sections of Zoids there? Let's hear it for the hot. He won uh, Wing Zero and Pretty Boys. <laughs> hey, you, you got you, you got went, a prize. <laughs> you, you went to a whole new level. So what are we gonna do for this last one, which also is Pretty Boys and and um? Well, that gentleman has something to say. I'm not sure. Oh yeah, oh, it's but we, we need to do something different. The moment has passed. We need to do something different. What do we want to do for? Uh, could do uh, have somebody do an impression, a good impression of a. Uh... Okay, somebody, somebody has to do their best impression of one of Solbro's men. Ah. It doesn't, doesn't have to be. You have to just be one of Solbro's men. You have to be, have their qualities. What? 
Act like Sobro's men. Be as milk toast and as weak willed as possible. Oh, I, oh. Okay, who are you doing, sir? <laughs> she said you. I'll be doing. Uh, I forget his name, but Lelouch's little buddy. They're all the same. Oh, oh Revolves. They're all the Revolves. same. Revolves. Revolves. Don't taste me, bro. <laughs> okay. Okay, now for those again who are unfamiliar, a Solbros man basically is anyone who's weak-willed and useless like Saji Crossroad, Revolves from, from Code Geass, think, think Sai Cameron. from Gundam Seed. Think Cameron Fry for Ferris Bueller's oh, Day Off. Somebody please that, do that's, Sai. That's, that is the Austin? prototype so, so Solbros Rios man. I, I'm doing Vic. <laughs> <laughs> oh! oh. Wait, wait, I, I missed that. I missed that. What? Vic. Vic. Give my sandwich oh, back! Vic? You are a one man campaign against Vic Mignogna. Yes, he is. I swear to God. He took my sandwich, man! Yeah, he, t- he took your sandwich, that was my right? My sandwich, they oh, took. Damn, I, I swear, man. We're gonna, we're but gonna, he hates him for making your sandwich. We're a peace meeting between him no. and you guys. This is like peace in the Middle East. It no, will never no, I'm happen. Broker in that mess. Endless war. <laughs> bro- he's my brother right here. Okay. Like Palestinians versus the Israelis. Any yeah. anybody want to offer up an impersonation of a weak-willed mecha character to win oh, wait, a prize? Wait, wait, behind you. Anybody? <laughs> is that guy here this year? Huh? Is he here this year? No. Okay, give I us wish. give us a Saji. Now this is keep in mind this is Solbro's original man. You can't do any half-ass shit here. If you you got to play your A game. Yeah, this is. We'll come back to you in a minute because you you gotta you gotta think you gotta think, yeah. think, think about like non-committal. You're you're, you're going oh, okay. to the NFL control, control, mission. Con- getting controlled by this woman. Luis, Luis, Luis. <laughs> that was episode one. Episode two. <laughs> <laughs> Luis, stay away from me, Saji. Luis, Saji, Luis. Episode three. I wish I had two extra hands so I can give that four thumbs down. <laughs> The milk's gone bad. You want, you want me to kiss you just because I'm your boyfriend? What the hell? You can't steal Bill Whipton's line like that. Bill <laughs> Whipton's? What did Bill Whipton say? Hey, he stole his line. Solbro's recycling jokes I, I, here. I, I stole. Solbro's not only. Uh, he's got a joke stealer now. Uh, that's it. Okay. Stole one of Bill Whipton's jokes from you an right. earlier podcast. Mr. Whipton, you have to put uh, a, a clear emblazon on your jokes. Original design, do not steal. <laughs> <laughs> All rights reserved. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> <My piano. laughs> That'd be great if you uh, had already won one. I've got one. I've got one. Well, you can't you're win. You're gonna win. You're gonna you can't win. win. No, no. I mean, if, if there's no more acceptances for um, Sobro's man. Um, he, he's, oh, okay. Wait, wait, he's still got here. Okay, it's do or die time. Yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta bring it, man. Bring your, All right. Bring your A game like Tiger. <laughs> And that's that's an A okay, game wait. there, yeah. If it was ah, if it wasn't for your, ugh, I messed up the thing on the end. Okay, go go. If it wasn't for your arm invention, Louise wouldn't be in the situation she's in right now. I hate you. Needs more tears. Wait, uh, Needs more wine. Yeah, with the not Wanius. <laughs> you are incapable oh, oh. of being Wanius. Wait 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 wait. We got another entrant. That over is here. not a bad thing. <laughs> Kai. That's a good from- thing. Kai, after the chick that uh, he loves dies in the middle of the series. <gasps> Why did you have to leave me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even though Kai is not a Solbro's man, uh, Kai's not Solbro's man, but that's that's good. So he's, he's uh, close. He's close. Let's let's see if we have any any other uh, any other uh, submissions for weak-willed right. people. Anybody? 
Austin. <laughs> Damn, Austin. <laughs> I do my impression of Gabe Newell, but I'm not fat enough. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh. You take that back. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess that should close it off. Uh, well, the cops panel. are here, so it's time to go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> who, 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 who gets to have this, this prize? You don't have to go home, but you can't stay it, here. I say give it, to the, give it to the performers. There were tears. There's Mr. Oh, the Mr. The bear. Turnay. Wait, the bear. Mr. Turnay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. The wait, wild wait, bear. The wild wait, bear. Wait, the wild bear. bear. Oh. Has, it better be good. Last with, minute submission. I felt tw- tears squirting Mr. Wild Bear. With the steel. Saji. He's going to do Saji. He's going to do Saji. Oh, here we go. Okay. Breathe. You should do your son. Shh, shh, shh. Yes. He's not your man. He's just a fish. Mother died because Quiet. of father. Louise. Louise. No means no. No means no. No. <laughs> 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 I, I I think I think my vote still goes for Mr. Turnay. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. All man. right, Mr. Turnay. Love like Zoids. It's his favorite TV show. <laughs> All right, let's unfurl this wall scroll. All right. Man. Oh, it's a widescreen wall scroll. Nice. Oh, that's that's, that's nice. yeah. Oh. Oh, I know. All, All right. <laughs> this guy. It's them boys. Oh, they're all angsty in that one, aren't they? Oh, man. One more. They're one angsty more. for the camera. <laughs> low rent Lancelot. Hey, Devon. It did have low rent Shar in it. Can you get a picture? Can the other two winners come up and uh, with your wall scroll? Come on down. Um, if people are listening to this on the internet right now, like it's recording, uh, we're taking the pictures <laughs> yeah. of the winners. So, Obviously, we have bright futures ahead of us as sports companies. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a lot of dead the air there. Pitched, and they hit it. Down on the inside loop. They throw the ball, and he catches it. Got a second and nine and at the 14. <laughs> and they tackle. Lucky Strike's coming in. He's coming in fast. He's hitting the dirt. He's down. He's down. He's out of the race. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear it for our uh, winners of the uh, Gonna Win Wall Scrolls. All right, well, um, I guess that will uh, conclude our. Uh, yes, that concludes tonight. our show for this evening. So we'd like to thank you all for coming, coming out, out here. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, uh, Anime Sushi, for making uh, these uh, panels possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we will be back here in this same room. On Sunday, Sunday from 12 to 2, doing another podcast with different topics. So if you can stop by, we'd certainly love to have you. So And uh, you want to give them a preview of what the topic will be? No. Oh, no. What's in the guide? Well, then, I guess it's mysterious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Only to you. <laughs> so but, thank you uh, again for coming out for our show. You've been listening to uh, Gundam at MAHQ live from uh, Megacon in Orlando. You're driving along, you're driving along, and all of a sudden the kids are yelling from the backseat, I gotta go to the bathroom, Daddy! Not now, goddammit! This episode of Gundam is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Right now they're offering special discounts to our listeners. Just simply go to GoDaddy.com and use the code GUN8 for 10% off any order not already discounted. Gun 9 for $5 off purchases that are $30 or more on any items not already discounted. .com domain names are as low as $749 if you use the code GUN10. 
And last but not least, code 20H1 for 20% off hosting plans. For more information, you can go to Gundam.net and click on the GoDaddy link in the Sponsors and Special Offers section. Don't wait too long. The domain name you've always wanted might be claimed by someone else before you know it. Register with GoDaddy.com today. Suddenly, there was a terrible roar all around us, and the sky was full of what looked like huge bats, all swooping and screeching and diving around the car. And a voice was screaming, Holy, Holy Jesus, Jesus, where are these goddamn animals? Gundam at MAHQ is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Hey everybody, welcome to Gundam at MAHQ, live from Megacon. This is our second panel. It's uh, Delightful Sunday afternoon, and uh, I'm sure lots of people are wandering about confused because it's daylight savings time, and it's an hour later than they actually think it is. So we're going to be having two topics in this panel, just like we did on Friday. But before that, um, our roving reporter, Dale, um, had some experiences throughout the uh, weekend he wants to share, so why don't you tell us about that quickly? Well, yeah, yesterday I actually covered his press, and I don't know if any of you went to the Nichelle Nichols panel. That was a lot of fun. And the cosplay contest was the other big event. And actually, you might have noticed the cosplay contest had kind of a different host that didn't know how to pronounce anything. And Chris can actually tell you a little bit about his experience behind the stage because he was working behind the scenes on that. It was uh, me and the rest of the Gundam crew. And I think we would all say it was uh, like herding cats, getting getting the audience into into position. Yes. It certainly was. <laughs> I, I have I have nothing but sympathy for people who work at cons or who work at movie theaters and have to deal with this on a daily basis. Thank you. <laughs> That's the only love you'll ever get from me, Austin. Thank you, Mr. Goosenatch. You're welcome. <laughs> you you guys want to share uh, anything else that you've encountered throughout uh, the weekend that's of, of note? Um, getting overcharged for parking. Uh, constant traffic getting here. Mm-hmm. And um, then not being able to see anything. That sounds about right. That's not too different. I got to from see this room twice now, and then the backstage of the costume contest. So, well, three times since this well, is all yeah, one giant room. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah one of us was standing right there at the back of this very room when it was like mega room. A surge of heat as they opened those doors, trying to direct all these kids to go where they're going. If, if I if I had almost a- having to throw out two of them because it's like, hey, you need to go to the front. Oh well, I'm just waiting. No, they're telling me to tell you to go to the front. If you don't go to the front, I'm gonna tell you not. I'm gonna get you out of here. If I had a dime for for I every did. time I had to say, move up to the front and fill in at the end. Yeah, I'd I'd have enough for dinner maybe. Exactly. <laughs> 
Oh, Pepsi's disgusting. As for me, I have yet to go. I, I guess we're never having Pepsi as a sponsor now. Thanks oh, a lot. Sorry. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I won't endorse it anyways. Just, you could just go and uh, and just bleep out uh, Cherry Coke the Pepsi. Away. And I put will. like like tab or something or no. <laughs> Cherry Coke. It's the only overdub only it. soft drink that matters. Just overdub something that sounds nothing like Paul. <laughs> awesome. All right, so we're gonna jump into our first topic, which we'll have um, Dale sitting in with us, and what we're gonna be talking about is live action adaptations of uh, anime and video <coughs> games in Hollywood. Should they or shouldn't they? So we're gonna go over some adaptations that have already come out and discuss some that are in development and uh, you know discuss our opinions of whether we want to see these or not and why they should or shouldn't exist so Sobro why don't you uh, give us some comments on an anime adaptation that has already come out and what you would think of it well um, there is uh, well, a lot of them come out in Japan and, um, we're talking oh, about Hollywood. We're, oh, we're talking Hollywood. about U.S. Yeah, we're not. I don't live in Japan. We're talking about America. America. I'll, I'll America. You, I'll tell you. Only fair, country that matters. I'll tell you. Stay on fair, topic. Awesome. Thank you. Yes. Um, there's one that actually was directed by um, Chun Li. That was one of your favorites, right? Yeah, hang on, hang on, hang on. Love <laughs> those Capcom no, movies, for, right? For the record, Capcom <laughs> forever. <laughs> there was one that actually came out years ago. It was directed by Melvin Van Peebles, the uh, the famed uh, the man who started black exploitation films. Way back in the seventies, um, he directed a live-action version of *Fist of the North Star*. If you've with, never down, s- with downtown Julie Brown. Yes, indeed. <laughs> if you've never seen this movie, you owe it to yourself to watch this piece. You of owe it to yourself to not watch it. <clears throat> you, it'll burn your retinas out, but you will enjoy it. <laughs> Didn't that movie have Mark Dacascos in it? I think so. I think that was like a vehicle for him, and it ended up being just total garbage. A vehicle for him to do lots more direct-to-video a, movies. A and vehicle a piece for of him crap. to crash his career. <laughs> But yeah, Fist of the North Star. But that was like in the early, late 80s, early 90s. I mean, there was no budget practically. And it, you know, Melvin Van Peebles works with no budget anyway most of the time. I mean, he's kind of guerrilla filmmaking. Dude, it had but, downtown Julie Brown. That's all yeah, you need to say about she, that movie. She was sexy <laughs> back in the day, man. I don't know what she's looking like now, but hey. Busted. <laughs> Busted. Oh, man. But she, was, she still had that sexy English accent. But um, anyway, that's, that's the one that comes to my mind. That's one of the probably the worst, but yet still so bad you can enjoy it. Drinking game worthy type movie but who's next I'll, I'll throw out one uh, of course a few years ago there was Speed Racer directed by the uh, Wachowski brothers mm-hmm. and unfortunately for that movie and I enjoy a lot of their other movies like say you know Bound uh, that great great movie uh, The Matrix which they never made any sequels for <laughs> uh, V for Vendetta but unfortunately with Speed Racer it seems that they uh, they took a um, you know, a, uh, a community college course at the George Lucas School of Over-CG. Really? Dude, the I, entire movie is CG, practically. It is, but I mean... There's hardly any sets. The cars are all fake. Right. The, racings are, the races are all fake and have, yeah. like, no excitement behind them because it's all CG and cars flipping upside down on tracks and, you know... I noticed people are divided on that movie. There's the there's the group that hates it, and then there's there's people that actually enjoyed it. And yeah, it, yeah, exactly. I enjoyed it. It's, I enjoyed it's it silly immensely. popcorn entertainment, but uh, it just it's far Speed too racer, dis- man. For but God's sake, I'm, 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 I'm not expecting Citizen Kane. I'm not looking for I'm not looking for Othello when I go see it. No, exactly. neither am I. But it's really distracting. One, how really ultra colorful the movie is to the point of like oh, man, you watched- giving me an epileptic seizure almost. Have you watched it on Blu-ray yet? 
I've seen yes, it. I've seen it in high def. Yeah, it's amazing. It and looks so crisp. Just the fact that it's all CG. Yeah. What do I? Well, let me put it to you this way. All right. Given all of the great movies there are about car racing, all that sort of stuff. Right. What interest do I have in watching a movie where all of the races are CG? Yeah, but it, it, what what kind of car racing movies are you going to see where cars are jumping? <laughs> I don't want to see cars flipping upside down on the track and moving sideways. Then why the hell did you go see Speed Racer? You I, didn't, you I didn't go see it. I saw it on freaking HBO HD. Well, I, you have seen the cartoon, I, right? I, yeah. I, I, I find it funny, though, you're talking about the CG where everybody loved 300. And that yeah. was a bunch I didn't of. Like that was a bunch either, of the CG. Half naked guys in front of um, a green screen. But <laughs> I, don't, I don't like uh, guys uh, I do kind of running agree. in slow motion with uh, massive uh, filters to make it look like really brown and bright at the same time. I, I do kind of agree Christmas that you, you wish you could. It would have been nice to have. Some of the cars there, and you know, in reality, but I don't know. I think it's I think it's an easy way to make movies now is to do everything in front of a green screen. So, I for some movies I don't prefer it, but when it when they did Speed Racer, if it was an all CG movie where all of the characters were CG too, it wouldn't bother me. But the fact yeah. that it's real people and it's technically a live action movie, yeah, it's just a disconnect that that made me not. You're care not the, for the racing. You're not the only person I heard say that, but to me, I'm watching it because it's such a faithful adaptation to the show that when I watched it, I felt right at home. And I could not help but be, just have a grin on my face the entire time because they really captured what the show had. Well, as I'll simple say, as it was. I'll say this, I'd feel right at home with Christina Ricci, but... Well, yeah, you would, wouldn't you? <laughs> Forehead and all. And, and, and pops. Don't mess with pops. Anybody got another movie? Dan from Roseanne. Austin. Um, hmm. Oh, actually. Does it have to be anime related? Anime or video games. Video game related. It could be from publishers of, say, fighting games. I would have to say the first Mortal Kombat. What yeah, that was it? a good one. Yeah, Mortal Kombat or- 1 is one of my favorites. It probably stands to, to date as being the best video game adaptation. Yes. I don't even like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I don't know, because, you know, I thought so at the time and for <clears throat> some years after that, but... Mortal Kombat uh, just not, does not age well, the first one. I it doesn't agree. age well, but at least it's not Annihilation. Oh. No, nothing is Annihilation. <laughs> I gotta Chun- jump or, in. Or Legend of Chun-Li. <laughs> Rich, I think somebody said the backstory of Chun-Li would be very interesting. It would be very interesting. And, and it's really? been... Re- but <laughs> Look at that. Capcom Defense Squad jumps out. Yeah, so, there go. So, so, bro, I got a question. Um, what? Were you there for the casting of the Chun-Li no, movie? No, I wasn't. And I balked at it when they, when they, when they casted that movie. It's like... Wait, Lana Lang, Lana, Lana Lang from, from her, name, her name's Kristen Kruick, right? Yeah, and it's like, man, they, what about the women? Um, what's her name? Shane ZZ, whatever. Um, the chick that was in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and um, all those other movies. She'd have been like the perfect. She'd have been. She'd have been like the perfect. Um, yeah, but you know what? Lane. It's a lot better than the choice they had before, Jessica Biel. She's really? Not, she's not Chinese. They were better? looking into having her doing it. <laughs> Garbage. It's like Hollywood likes to take and just completely lilify a movie, man. It's 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 like it's it's a story about a Chinese detective, <laughs> and uh, if anything, you're just gonna go ahead and cast. They cast a Christian Kruick who's like half Chinese, so I give him credit. But no, that movie's trash, and I, I can't believe it even got made the way it was, and it hurts my heart because I'm the, I'm the biggest Street Fighter fan in the room. Point, point, point out the headband right here, but um, t- total, 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 total um, trap. You mean, you mean the big blindly loyal Capcom fan? I'm not blindly. Lo- <laughs> Why don't we? Hey, hey, I, I bet so, you. So were I own Monster play. Hunter. <laughs> Man, well, anyway, anyway, um, you were yeah, one of the Chun-Li. first people to buy Dark Void. 
No, I didn't buy Dark Void. Thank you. But it <laughs> hey, let's let's talk about some other Capcom movies. All right. Hey, um, how about Resident Evil? You know what? The first one is past. I actually like the first two. Yeah, I like the first. The first two. two? The first two. The, the second yeah. one. You would go that far? I would yeah. go no. that far. The but they are getting progressively worse. You would admit that. Oh, Ex- the last one was just wild. Third one was hokey. It was wild. <laughs> they ruined the entire series for that. Yeah. Wait, the third one had the best ending ever. We have um, uh, my yeah. My name is Andrew from Anime Sushi. Thank you, and, thank and, you guys and, and, for showing up. And also from the pretentiously. Um, I also the- play a character named Andrew Cook on Pretension in the Theater. I just want to point out that the third Resident Evil movie was the greatest ending in cinema history. <laughs> How so? Better than The Wizard of Oz. Better than Citizen Kane. Why? Because there was like a room full of a thousand Mila Jovoviches. <laughs> that is true. I'm a Jadovovich's witness. <laughs> he does bring a point there. Man. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you. Yeah, I don't have a problem with the first two. I, I went to see the third one, but it wasn't as good as the first two. There. Are you going to see the fourth one? Pro- probably. They're doing a fourth I'll be, one? I'll be a, yes, I'll, they're doing a fourth I'll be a mindless one. And, and a fifth. <laughs> So, speaking of things that haven't come out yet, uh, and since we're on Capcom, just to... Actually, I think, uh, Dale, did you have one as well? Well, guess before we jump out of this topic, if you're talking about horror video game adaptations, isn't Silent Hill a better movie? I would say, I enjoyed Silent Hill. I thought it was good. Wasn't I, it legitimately what? creepy? Yes, yeah. and it has Sean Bean, so that makes it good. Oh, it was okay. <laughs> and for once, for once, Sean Bean does not die. He didn't die in Troy either. I was shocked. Well, he was Odysseus. There really wasn't any other way around that. Well, yeah, no doubt. But <laughs> so, I think in his in the entirety of Sean Bean's career, the only movies I haven't seen him die in are Silent Hill, Ronan, and Troy. Man, Dang, I guess things aren't looking up for him in Game of Thrones. Well, you know, uh, it's funny you should mention that, but that mm-hmm. would be getting into some spoilers. And when I read that he was cast as uh, as that role of um, the head of the Stark family, I was like, oh. Sean Bean. Dang. Why? But did I guess it fits. He did it again. So, you know, they're making a movie out of uh, Lost Planet, which I know is one of Austin's favorite games. Ew. But, but it's being written and directed by David Hayter. But so. in all, fa- in all oh. fairness, though, uh, I did like the storyline for uh, Lost Planet. I just hated the gameplay. You just hated running around in the snow? I've, I've yeah. Heard, I've heard that a lot. <laughs> well, the, man, the story's really good, though. Hey, Lost I'll Planet 2 is in a jungle, so... Run around in the jungle. Run around around the jungle jungle. with a robot (laughs) fighting giant monsters. Go from frostbite to uh, jungle foot. At least on the 360, you can play with Marcus and um, what's his name from um, Gears of War, man. Marcus and um, what's that? Yeah, but that's not gonna help. Hey, Solbro doesn't help a bad bad game. (laughs) Who who cares? Who cares about that? Who cares? I'm a multi-system guy, man. Who cares? It's no longer the 90s. If you're a multi-system guy, why don't you have a PS3? Yeah. If you're a multi-system guy, how come you're only? How come you don't have a a, a PS3? It's coming, man. I got two systems, though, man. I'm not. I'm not loyal to one system. I will get a PS3. You're you're just a whore for whatever system has Capcom games on it. Hey, they all do. So I I win every day. (laughs) Don't worry. If they if they exclusively release Street Fighter V on PS3 only, he's getting a PS3. Oh yeah, the the next day. So, but that won't be for another 10 years because that's how Capcom runs. Hey, man, you never know. You never know. I got to wait for Tatsunoko versus Capcom. What can I say? The movie, the game, the movie? What the, oh, for what? Tatsunoko? <laughs> <laughs> the movie, the so, game. seriously, for a second, Lost Planet, written and directed by David Hayter. Right. What do you think about that? 
that gives me promise because he wrote the first two X Men movies. Yeah, David Hayter's a solid writer, and he wrote Watchmen. And the good parts writer. of Watchmen for he they took him off the project. <laughs> oh, that's right, <laughs> <laughs> and it showed. <laughs> so at the ending and the beginning, the good parts of Watchmen. Watchmen was another good ad- adaptation. I it was. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm not a big fan of that graphic novel. Oh. So. Really? I know. Everybody hate. I know. Really? I should worship it like it's the greatest thing. It's you, just like... You were at a comic book convention and you hey, say that. Hey, You got hey, balls. Neil. I don't care. <laughs> which, is, which is your more favorite movie of all time, Watchmen or The Dark Knight? <laughs> um, the spot, baby. <laughs> can I just go to the Joker scenes and take out anything with, um, with uh, multi, mo- multi-voice Batman? Hey, what's your problem? How can you not get the voice right throughout the whole... You got five different voices through it. Shut up, I'm fighting crime. <laughs> and, it got worse and the second one. Zima. And cra- the crazy eye girl that he was supposed to save that had no chemistry. No! Boom. Wait, no. Why? You guys hate on Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yes, we do. She actually has acting chops on like freaking Katie Holmes. That's There's actually more chemistry there. Katie Holmes does Broadway. How you gonna How you gonna rank on her? Yeah. No, no, dude. Tell her I has to go back to Dawson's Creek, son. <laughs> well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate on people getting their start in television because no, a no, lot I'm of people saying. did. That's the only show she was good at. The episode, the one episode I saw. I think that's the only show she's been in. <laughs> so she married the lottery. Know, I take that back. She was good, and thank you for smoking. She was good in that, but that that's just me. Okay. All right, so uh, another um, anime adaptation that's been getting a lot of buzz recently is uh, Ghost in the Shell. Oh, yes. So anybody have any comments on, on Ghost in the Shell? Well, it's actually written by the woman who wrote uh, Shutter Island, which got a lot of praise. And um, actually, it's doing very well at the box office. Um, my girlfriend saw it yesterday and said it, it was really well done. Um, other than that, um, I forget her name. It's Caligritis, I think is her it's last name. It's a really name. impronounceable name, so yeah. don't even bother. Kayla You'll Caligritis. sound like Neo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or the guy at the costume contest yesterday. That too. But the guy right, was worse than me. Right now, it's hey, what's this this show called? Naruto? Naruto? <laughs> Ship, Shippuden. 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 <laughs> what's that? His name is Filler. His name is Filler. Yes. He he is Filler. Is that what you're saying? The whole show? The audience says that he's filler. Okay. <laughs> the show but, is filler. Damn. But, but um, what, back to Ghost in the Shell? Ghost yeah. in the Shell. I uh, think it'd be done right. DreamWorks um, is involved. It could be done right. I yeah. mean, if they kind of go for like a, like a Blade Runner aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I think with something like that, it would work really well if you do a, a standalone story. Huh? You know, no pun intended. But, yeah. But, um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know if doing, like, um, any of the movies or anything from the show, you know, because sometimes you alienate, you know, the fans. Because you already have existing fans. So they already know that all these people are going to come watch it just because it's Ghost in the Shell. So. And plus, um, Spielberg is producing. We don't know if he's going to direct yet. But, but he I also mean, produced Transformers too, which everybody tends to forget. Well, no, but he also directed Minority Report, which is based on the Philip K. Dick novel, and that's all that's cyberpunk too. So you know, I would love to see him direct Ghost in the Shell if he could direct it as well as Mi- Minority, Minority Report. Report, a great movie that should have ended 15 minutes sooner than it did. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you right there. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> the thing, my, just like AI. My concern about um, you know, in general, with all these adaptations, is that. Um, you know, Hollywood is approaching it not to uh, appeal to the fans of any of these 
products, they're looking at um, you know appealing it to people who making it appeal to people who know nothing about said project, which means it'll get watered down to the point of you know being indistinguishable from what it was. I remember a few years ago when. Uh, Paul W.S. Anderson was attached to Castlevania, and he was talking it up. He was saying, like, oh, you know, the story we're going to be doing, you know, you could basically call it uh, Dracula Begins. And the story that came out was, you know, this some Belmont guy, I don't know if it was supposed to be Simon or somebody else, like, doesn't use a whip. Uh, well, he was ta- he was taken out of context. He actually he later on actually told people that yes, he's going to have a whip. And- but still, like the way he was talking about it, like describing the movie as you know, it's the story of Dracula. No, it's not the story of Dracula. The whole point of Castlevania is it's the story of the Belmonts. Right. You know, that's just watering down the essence of what the games are and what makes them appealing to people, just to make it appeal to a mass audience. And that is my concern about you Those- know a lot of these games. And show, anime movies. that get uh, made into TV shows. So Ghost in the Shell has a potential to be well done, but it could just easily be watered down to some garbage pop sci-fi thing, like so many movies that come out. Mm-hmm. Well, Dale, what do you think? Sci-fi movie of the week. It all depends on who's attached to it, because, I mean, a lot of movies, they try to make it as simple as possible and easily digestible, but right. that loses a lot of the elements that made the original source so, you know, so good to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I guess it I guess it's going to depend on the development and um, who's heading it up. I, I certainly hope that Spielberg directs it. But yeah, we'll if he see. directs it, I'd have confidence. Definitely. I doubt he directed. He's he's yeah. always got a zillion projects he's working on. So That's true. He'll probably jump. He you know, I imagine he's probably going to want to eventually at some point uh, get into Indiana Jones Five. Oh yeah, that's right. Before Do we really want that though, we we don't. But uh, <laughs> we don't. But obviously, it's going to happen anyway, whether we want before it. Before Harrison or not. Ford dies. Before Harrison Ford becomes <laughs> becomes a, 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 a paraplegic, breaks his hip during yeah. a stunt. <laughs> Some movies are better left unmade, which also is true of this topic. Uh, any other uh, things you guys want to mention from our our list that uh, jumps out at you? Well, some of these are <clears throat> kind of odd, like Space Invaders and yeah. Asteroids. How would you do Space Invaders? There is no story. <laughs> <laughs> you Okay, you have in 3D, the whole IMAX, thing, you have yeah. a little spaceship at the bottom, and it's shooting at little spaceships at the top. How long would that movie be? Two hours, Two hours. and 50 minutes. <laughs> Directed by Michael Bay. Well, it's still better than Wing Commander, isn't it? Yo, Wing Commander, man. Talk about game <laughs> adaptations that went south. Wing Commander. Woo. There's one that should have never existed. So they're going to do a Death Note, uh, an American version yep, of that? Yep, an American version. Which probably mean an even higher proliferation of high school kids getting suspended for having Death Notes <laughs> from this Japanese thing. Also, um, what's his name is doing, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, the guy directed uh, The Usual Suspects, Brian Singer, is doing his own Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, but not based on the show, based on the original. Based on the original show, yeah. yeah. So back to Starbuck Why? being a man. We sh- we should probably mention since this is a mecha podcast, um, mm-hmm. this this movie called uh, Evangelion that's oh, uh, man. being made. So my fingers still crossed, baby. I'm the only one in this you're, room you're, that you're, says that because you're you're the eternal optimist in the face of reality. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Uh, you're well, here they for me. Austin, Austin, they probably can't decide on the story because it, it, it keeps like, changing like, every year. This is a proud day. We agree on two things already. Oh my god! Man. My god! Freaking! God, I'm gonna get struck by lightning when I walk outside. <laughs> So, bro, I probably please, wish that on you. Please share with us your fantastical, non-reality-based uh, opinion of the Evangelion movie. 
I think it's doable, man. I mean, with the technology we have today, and I know where the workshop wants to be the, the people Ugh. who get the project. And they do Four amazing. hour long movie. Oh, yeah. Mr. I refuse to oh. see Avatar. You should oh. see that movie to see the work they can do, man. It's, not, it's no Lord of the Rings, man, but it, 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 it's gorgeous to look at. So I should just go there to watch, just watch the pretty colors. You do what you want. And, wa- and, 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 you do and, and you- watch a, a stupid movie that I've already seen before with Kevin Costner. <laughs> Dances with Smurfs. Or, or with, uh, with Daniel Day-Lewis. Exactly, Daniel Day-Lewis. Nice, nice. All three of which had Wes Studi. Oh, yeah. Get the hell out of here. That's true. Sagat was in that? Well, all three of them, huh? That's awesome. He was also, he was, he was also, Wes Studi was also Sagat. And he was the, uh, the, the, the doomed Navi chieftain. He was, was so stereotypical. So stereotypical and maybe slightly racist. Hey, man, they had CCH Pounder as his wife, though, man. That's cool because she's awesome, especially on The Shield. Yeah, hell yeah. But, uh, Wims. You don't mess with uh, Detective Wims, but, right. but seriously, Wes Studi as the Navi chieftain. Hey, man, if it ain't broke. <laughs> Although that is Hollywood at work. When it comes if it to ain't broke, smoke cigar Indian. You know, his, his, one of his cool, West Studi's coolest roles was on Kings when he was um, the advisor to um, Ian McShane's character. And that was really cool to see him in that, not play a stereotypical character. So props to West Studi for that. But, um, I, you know, other than um, I, I'm, I'm out of things to mention. Well, there's... Uh, there's um, well, let's wrap up on Evangelion because we have a little bit more to get through before we wrap up. Paul, any uh, comments on Evangelion? Why? Okay. <laughs> Austin. I think it's going to oh, be... Hold on. What story would they use? Because it's been reinvented, what, four different times what now? They said, they said that they're going to break it up into three films. Yeah. And when they do that, the first movie is only the first six episodes. So going up to when they do the <laughs> you mean So you mean like Evangelion version uh, 1.725271? Pretty much the breakdown... <laughs> pretty much the breakdown you see in the, the new animated movies coming out. It's supposed to be the breakdown for the live action. So why would so I want to watch a live action movie if it's going to be the same when thing? I can already see it animated and it's already out. Well, you don't Shut up. the movies anyway. <laughs> Hey, I think it, I think it could do well just as long as Fox doesn't get their hands on it. I agree with you right there. That's three things, man. I'm starting to get scared. Stop it. <laughs> uh, Evangelion, I would just say I expect it to not happen because it's been in development hell for this long. And usually, you know, the way the history of Hollywood movie making goes, when you're in development hell that long, mm-hmm. the odds are against you ever getting made. Yeah, but you usually don't pump in millions of dollars when you're doing that. But lots of movies have millions of dollars pumped in and it never happens, so... True. Right yeah, off is they still, it, it takes a while, but they still come out. You know, there's a lot that just dies. Even you know, there was a lot of money that was pumped into, and, and Dale recalls this: the uh, Tim Burton, Nicolas Cage Superman back in the late nineties. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, can you imagine Nicolas Cage as Superman? Oh, I'm Superman. <laughs> you know, even back then, that was when he was shadow. drunk in Las Vegas. Receding uh, <laughs> uh, Re- hairline. <laughs> With a bad wig on, yeah, as usual. and there was millions, millions pumped oh, yeah. into that movie, and it never went yeah. anywhere. Yeah, but it was the same movie project that they just moved over to Singer and. Uh, but that was years later. With a debt, the project was still in circulation. That's still the same money that they were using. It was just different scripts over and over and over, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they had to pay for those, and they had contracts they had to break and never used or bought out. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah. it, but it's still the same project. It still has the you know, same amount of money they were pumping. Except that it was an entirely different project. It wasn't. So. It was just they had to change it over and over. I mean, how many movies? Have we seen it where they change the script a thousand times? This is over like a ten-year period. Mm-hmm. So very unprofitable. <laughs> we also got well, we got Cowboy Bebop with Keanu Reeves. Whoa, 
Whoa, dude. <laughs> By Fox. Hey, how come there's how come there's no meat in this in this meat, dude? For those who don't know, the, um, they actually drafted the script for that movie, and Keanu Reeves um, was on an interview for another movie he was promoting, and someone asked him about how the Cowboy Bebop script was going. He told him it was a phenomenal script, but the studio estimated the budget for it was going to be half a, half a billion dollars, five hundred million dollars. <laughs> full of crap. To make that movie. At the end of the budget, and it's like, get the hell out of here! Hey, man, if, for real? if, if, hey, his, like if his math movie. skills are as good as his acting skills, I wouldn't trust that figure too much. All, all, all I'm asking for is to do a Bill and Ted three. That's all I want from him. That's all I want. But and so is the other guy. <laughs> Poor Alex Winter, and that dude's yeah. hilarious. Oh, tell us how hilarious he is. And is he cool, too? The idiot box, man. That's all I got to say, man. That show was awesome. And I was Cow- the only one here that watched it. <laughs> Cowboy Bebop, I would say, because of its um, the style, and it's so Western anyway, is probably the best position to be successful in America, depending on who's involved with doing the writing and the directing and, and the producing and what kind of cast they get oh, yeah. to go along with Keanu Reeves. So that one, I'll, I'll be cautiously optimistic, but yeah, it could also here. easily fall into the development hell um, trap. Um, Dale's going to have to uh, jet in a second to go to the uh, Star Trek panel with uh, LeVar Burton and uh, Brent Spiner. So why don't we talk about one that we haven't talked about yet, maybe to wrap us up, and that's uh, Robotech. Oh boy, <laughs> so bro, since since at heart uh, you can't quit Robotech, I can't. Why don't you uh, tell us what you think about uh, this Robotech movie that's being produced by Tobey Maguire? Well, I mean, I mean, it's been on the back burner for a while now. I think they announced it like in '06. And um, it's just been, I guess, in development hell. I mean, I guess. Well, he's uh, got nothing to do now, so. He really doesn't, so it actually may be on the. Is that why he quit Spider Man? (laughs) Yeah, Spider Man's done. No, Spider Man quit him. (laughs) Yes, Spider Man. -Man. Sony said, we don't need you anymore. But um, yeah, he, he's been, he, I guess he's a, a, he was a, he, he was the same generation as myself, and um, he grew up watching the show, and he's a, he's a closet, I guess, a fan of that show, and um, he came out the closet and said he wanted to make a um a Robotech movie, and I guess he wanted, I guess the studio was looking at him to helmet as as one of the main leads, which means he'd be playing Rick Hunter. I just don't see that, although he's kind of young looking. I, I honestly don't see that. I, I'd rather he just take a producer role and just have a young cast come in and do that. But to be honest, I'd rather they just adapt um, Super Dimension Fortress Macross. That means you don't have to worry about the other two Robotech series. You can just focus on one thing. If you can, um, if they can work with um, Studio New and just get the rights from them to do that and pay off Harmony Gold, whatever they're asking for, just so they can do it, I think that'd be the best way to go because that means we can get all the, the designs for the Veritex, I'm sorry, the Valkyries and um, all the other mecha and not have to worry about them changing the whole aesthetic of Macross. The story would be there, but I kind of want to see the, the familiar mecha that I also grew up watching. Well, here's the problem. Uh, Robotech movie, because of all the legalities, is just going to be a train wreck from the get-go yeah, because true. they can't use the Macross designs um, I don't think they can really use the Macross story elements like, you know, Protoculture and Zentradi and all of that stuff again. Right. And when people talk about Robotech, and even Robotech fans, when they say how much they love Robotech, really, if you really ask them to specify it, it's just the Macross part that they like. Yeah, I mean, they, I'll, so I'll be honest with you. Robotech fans, I think, you know, for the most part, want to see the Macross story on the big screen. They don't really care about Robotech Masters or New Generation. Most paid us. Shadow Chronicles. Or Shadow Chronicles. <laughs> so. Your favorite anime. Since, since they can't 
since I really don't think they'll be able to do that Macross story or have those Macross designs, they're going to see it and be like, what the heck is this thing? This is not Robotech. And I wouldn't blame them. Yeah. You know, I, at, at the end of the day, I mean, if that's going to be the, is that going to be the situation? I don't know what to say. Um, I, I guess it may not be a reality after all, but... I'd rather see it not happen. Uh, that's just me. If it's going to be bastardized, I, I'm, right with, I'm right there with you. So, Paul, any closing comments with Robotech? No, pretty much the same. I mean, I, I honestly think you'll see it. You think so? Yeah, you'll oh, see man. it. And you'll be disappointed. It'll be unrecognized. <laughs> but you'll see it two times just just to try to convince yourself yeah. that you're not disappointed, but then you'll have to say, it'll, yes, it, I am no, disappointed. It, it, I actually think something like that will come out because it's like all, this, all the things you stated, that's what will bring it out. And then when it does, every, it'll be like number one the first week because everybody wants to see it and everybody will hate it. So, <laughs> Like Wing Commander? Like Transformers. Oh, Wing Commander. <laughs> any, any closing comments, Dale, before you uh, run off to uh, check out this other panel for us? I agree with Paul, though. It probably is going to come I out. I honestly think it's with Especially with the success of things like Transformers, they'll think it's going to just fly with the same crowd, but it's, it's probably going to flop after the first weekend. Damn. Hey, yeah. uh, Paul, would, would, you, uh, would you be uh, more optimistic if uh, Robotech was directed by uh, Michael Bay and, and it starred... Um, Shia LaBeouf? <laughs> no, Shia if it didn't show up... Well, not Shia LaBeouf. If, if it starred uh, Will Smith... With, and Martin Lawrence. And Martin Lawrence. I think Hell it could yeah. work. With, um, with um, what is his name? Will Smith as Rick um, Hunter and, and Martin Lawrence as Roy Joey, Fokker. Um, Ralphie. Uh, Joe Pantalone? Joey Pants. Joey Pants! Pants. Joey yeah. Pants. <laughs> Him Joey Captain Pants Global. is Captain Global. Global. Captain Global. Yep. Nice. And uh, Mimi as Tay Leone? No. Well, I don't Ooh. know. What? No. That was the first Not today. One. That's the first basketball. No, he'll, he'll have to do some pop idol <laughs> casting, so he'll have, like, have Taylor to... Swift as, as Mimi. Yeah. Ew. Taylor Swift. <laughs> Man, come on. Have, uh, and then Kanye Will, Will, Will Smith Kanye as Roy can be, uh, can be uh, her cousin. <laughs> hey, that would probably work better than what they're going to do. <laughs> that would be amusing. Probably taking this idea right now. <laughs> oh crap! So. Well, Dale had to run out, and we are going to be wrapping up this segment. Jeez. We're going to be back uh, with a second segment, and we'll be giving away uh, some delicious prizes or prize. So uh, please stick around. You're listening to Gundam at MAHQ. Describe what Marcellus Wallace looks like. What? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. Hello, this is Baku Alsu. Hey, this is Elvin Blade Hey, everybody, this is Mikhail from the uh, RRFDB podcast and uh, Row Row Fight the Power. We're here to uh, tell you about a podcast we have started. Uh, it is where us, your hosts, and most likely Saber will be here and we will talk about your news or whatever we deem we wish to talk about from the everyday to the uh, obscure. So check us out at rrftppodcast.blogspot.com. And uh, this is how we fight the power. Fight the power! How I met them. The girl, uh, Jessie, she was pretty damn hot. Everyone wanted to get into her pants. If you say so, buddy. That anime, it should be buried and it should never come out again. Yeah, I swear to fucking God, this anime is pure sh- And people were looking at me and one girl actually came up to me and said, What's a bonkai? I was very, very tempted to say my penis. Open. God damn it, open! 
Prime. You said the Matrix would light our darkest hour. Magnus! I want the Matrix! Never! everybody uh, welcome thank you thank you <laughs> thank you how many Capcom fans out there Woo! how many Capcom haters Woo! <laughs> yeah! F all the y'all Capcom haters just one <laughs> just one <laughs> well, we know who that is but um, enough for an entire well that, that kind of segues pretty well in what we're going to talk about today um, we're going to talk a little usually when we do a lot of topics sometimes we do analysis or whatever but this one we're going to just talk about some mainly analysis of attitudes and some trends that have been going on um, and just kind of you know some things about our viewing ship um, what we're going to be talking about in this segment is going to be dealing with um, kind of the different attitudes within anime fandom, uh, you know, some old versus new shows, uh, talk about some of the things that we you know, how our tastes have changed and everything like that. Um, so, you know, I guess, Chris, since you're the purveyor of MHQ, this is something that you have to... Uh, deal with a lot for being the webmaster there when it comes to different shows and stuff. What are some of your thoughts about this type of, um, I guess you could call it an entitlement and attitude and, and some of the elitist attitude when it comes to different things with, uh, you know, anime fandom? Well, uh, since I'm a purveyor of filth, yes, I should probably kick this off. One thing that I see a lot in discussions is um, people saying that, uh, you know, they want to watch an old show like the original series or Zeta yeah. or whatever, and um, they don't have any comments about the quality of the story. They just say, oh, I just can't watch old animation. Yeah. And I think that's a really narrow attitude and, you know, in anything, you know, whether it's TV shows or movies, I'm talking about live action and anime, yeah. you know, just because something is old doesn't mean that, you know... You shouldn't watch it. I mean, if that if you have that attitude of oh this thing looks old, I can't watch this. And what about you know movies like Citizen Kane or or Casablanca or The Godfather or any of these sorts of movies or animated stuff like you know any of the old Disney stuff like Pinocchio or all of these things. These are all old things or Fantasia. You know, does the worth of these go down just because it doesn't match what you consider to be the standard these days? You know, are they just you know, they just uh, do they just lose all intrinsic value right after the time they were produced? Yeah, it's true, and I mean, you've been seeing that a lot because if you kind of put it in context with our previous uh, segment that we had here, where we we're talking about live action adaptations, you're seeing this attitude a lot, and you're seeing it where um, it, you even have the reverse of what you were talking about, where people that are used to the old show, it's like. Oh God! If it's why is Optimus Prime done? Why doesn't he have a, a hood for a truck? And he's not. He should be the original truck that hasn't driven here. For, you know, hasn't been driven on the roads in America for like twenty something years. You mean the the thirty something man children who yes. can't who can't understand the fact that the year nineteen eighty four has long passed us. Exactly. Exactly. And um, you know, I, 
I don't know what it is. I, I, I don't know why people have this like just blind rage because that's what a lot of the times it is. It's just it's just rage and it's not being open minded about anything, and it's just being um, saying, "Oh well, this isn't what I'm used to, so I'm gonna immediately hate it," not knowing that you know it might end up being. You something know, you really enjoy. Something you might enjoy. And if you do hate it, okay, that's fine. I don't have yeah. a problem with that. You're but. just narrowing your prospects. Yes, exactly. Pedro. But. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> yeah, being, so. Yeah, no, no, no. so. Well, no, because I'm so it, it go, no, it goes into sort of like. Are you in Lolly Land? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're going to kill do me. Do we there. disturb your fantasies? Yeah. Of, um, I'm just like, ah. Uh. Uh, it's. It's interesting because, like, when I got started with uh, with anime, like, it was in 2000. So, I mean, technically, like, I should be more along of the new generation. The, new, people. the yeah, new millennia. The new millennia. But, like, even from the beginning, like, having enjoyed watching Disney animation, like, I have a... You know, I actually prefer older hand-drawn animation. And granted, you know, uh, computer animation and what they can do now makes everything really crisp and very clean, but... You know, there's some there's something about the charm of something that's you know been hand drawn. I mean, like you you can't compare any show that comes out now to something like Daryl. I mean, maybe that's not necessarily uh, the best example in terms of like shows, but I'm talking about like even even like anime movies are not hand drawn anymore, and you lose you lose the when you close yourself off, you lose the opportunity to experience something wonderful like that because you know I'm pretty sure that if you were to put that in front of anybody. Anybody, you know, even if they don't like, you know, old animation, you're going to impress them because it, that's, a, that's a masterpiece of animation. Like, everything is gorgeous. And granted, while the original Macross did not have that consistent <laughs> amount of glory, knife fights, weddings, etc., uh, we mentioned that earlier. Um, it's still there's still some great great stuff in that show. You know, I was getting caught up with the people. Yeah, no, there's, it's, it's, they're having a party outside of this yeah. room. I don't know what the hell's Maybe going on. Maybe it's the party van. It's, no, the party. Oh, why? Is that the Star Trek panel? Is that Star Trek? They all right there. Let's go grab them. They've all gone wild for Mister LaForge and Mister Data. <laughs> so basically, to sum it up, like, um, I I just find it really irritating because when people cut themselves off like that, you know, they're they're really not looking at some of the stuff that built up. And they're basically not able. To, I don't think they're able to properly appreciate what they have if they not, they can't see where it came from. And by doing that, they're just very very hollow. And it, I don't know that that brings very very false for me. Negative hollow. <laughs> <laughs> Two people got that. I didn't even hear you because I got this guy's blaring <laughs> in got my the ear. Announcer behind you. So, well, um, Soul Bro, what 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 are some of your thoughts? And try to leave Capcom and Ryu out of this. <laughs> Wow, that doesn't leave me with much, huh? Okay. Uh, no. And Saji, Saji Crossroad, leave nice. him out of this too. I actually read an article not, the long, not too long ago. It was a, and don't a, quote the Daily Movie blog like I'm not did last segment. <laughs> According to some sources, Toby Maguire... And don't was, quote Shoryuken.com. Yes. <laughs> I hate y'all. <laughs> um, Welcome to my no, world. Read, Original read, thoughts here, sir. I read a really good article recently. Um, it was... It was <laughs> It was talking about... I was reading something on the Daily Movie blog one day. A, and there was a famous, um, there's a famous uh, chat board, like 4chan, but I guess it's originated 2chan, where they, um, a lot of their... Um, I guess someone came on there and, and told him he was a lonely guy who liked to ride on subways and whatnot, and he met a girl on there, and he wanted to know how to approach her, and everybody chimed in, and I guess it... Um, from everybody's responses, they made a book called Train Man. 
and it became a big hit in Japan, and a lot of people, um, a lot of people, you know, contributed to it. It was almost a, like a, a book that was based off of a forum post in there, and um, what does it have to do with anything? So <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that happened in early 2000, and it was around the time where there was a kind of a shift in the focus of what an- what was popular in anime. Before that, there you had like a Train lot Man of Train Man is live action. Train Man was live action, but what I'm saying is that uh, what happened is the anime industry kind of. Your Honor, irrelevant. <laughs> the anime industry. Objection. Kinda, the anime industry kind of tuned Sustained. in into what was um into what what people wanted to see, and that's how Moe got popular. So there was a shift in the focus of what anime, you know, was, was starting to get animated. And, and you got all these shows nowadays which are like Moe-focused and, 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 and are completely different from the shows we grew up with. Where you had like a whole plethora of different subjects that were tackled. And I just, there's a, there's a, to me there's a, a schism between <laughs> the old stuff that we grew up watching and then the new stuff that, um, that is out there. And my taste in anime have kind of changed throughout the years. So, you know, I, I really, you know, I, I guess um, I'm the opposite of a lot of people who are young nowadays who don't want to go back and watch a lot of old stuff because it's just old and the animation isn't as good as today where it's all CG and, and, and computer enhanced and whatnot. <laughs> but, um... Are you drunk? No, I'm not drunk. <laughs> you said, you said you've strung together a lot of things that have nothing to do with anything, and no, I'm, no, just, I'm just, I'm just, and I'm just, just, I'm just honestly giving, really lost. I'm giving you my viewpoint. <laughs> I don't know what your the, viewpoint the, is. There's a generational gap between what we enjoyed growing up and what is enjoyed nowadays. But that's always the case. Well, the things I, we enjoy growing up is not. So wait, so wait Adam, Adam, Adam. So I have, I have, uh, I have a lonely guy in a uh, train to thank. For this, <laughs> <laughs> this being a black black rock shooter. shooter plushie. Well, I'm just saying, it's just that you know, unlike the opposite, where you know a lot of people like all oh, the new stuff. I, I I'm I'm prone to the older stuff. And, hey, um, damn kids, get off my lawn! <laughs> you know, it's nothing, it's nothing against the youngins, but I'm your sex and your drugs and your rock and roll everywhere. Yeah, apparently so. And your free love. Yeah, but the and your but, flower power. But kind of the thing where we're going to, uh, with here is the fact that you have elitists on both sides. You do. You have elitists that are like, you know that, and I, I wouldn't necessarily. It might be generational, but I, I think sometimes it might also be what people are used to and what they're exposed to as a kid. Right. Um, so I mean, that's 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 something you got to take a look at there. And boy, they are definitely rocking out back there. <laughs> I don't rocking know what is going on. Woo, man! I, I guess I guess we're in the wrong room, Jesus. man. I mean, we missed the party. Nobody told us. Man, <laughs> we should have left when Soul Bro was speaking. <laughs> we should rock cardboard standees. I hate y'all, man. Yeah, we lost three people because of you. I'll just shut up for the rest of the show. How about that? <laughs> just be compliant. Nice. One thing. Well, I, I think of one one thing I can actually kind of get out of what he was um, trying to, what Solro was trying to deduce from his long explanation of things is that with the, you know, the proliferation of like the internet and forums and stuff, and people yeah. being um, almost having that computer courage you know you always hear people say when they have a couple beers in them it's liquid courage and they'll do things they would never do i call computer courage you have people that would sit there and say things they'd never say before especially to your face 
And, um, you know, I think that's where you get a lot of that. And you get a lot of people just really flying off the handle about things. And especially flying the handle off if they see a screenshot of something. Double O is the worst Gundam I mean, ever made ever. I, seriously, I, I, I hate always going back to this example, but it, it comes back. I think the best one is the first Transformers. When the first little screenshots of Optimus Prime and Megatron came out. And everybody's like, oh my god, he should be a gun. He should be this truck. And it's like, <laughs> Michael Bay's ripping my child. Yeah. He's got flames. <laughs> and, and you know it, people you know for the most part everybody ended up enjoying that movie everyone thought it was a lot better than what they expected it to be and and then part two came out well let's and then their expectations were yeah, ruined exactly. everything but <laughs> thing, you know and it, I, I think that's one of the biggest things is the fact that you have a, a culture and a community that's being created through the through the internet you have people sitting there you know they're able to fly off and the, and some, sometimes the only way that you're viewed and you can be paid attention to on the internet is by being the loudest voice of dissent. So I right. think, and and we hear that in both camps. So I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm, that's what he was trying to say through well, that yeah, whole thing no, with, bef- with before Train he went Man. off on, on on a magical quest. Well, down no, the y'all never me like 15 times. You know, let me get to my point. Man. <laughs> I don't actually, I'd, actually, whatever. we didn't. I never interrupt y'all, man. That actually, sucks. we didn't. We let you talk no, you on just, that one. You just no, preempt us. You just preempt us and say what we're gonna say before we say it. I lost my rhythm, man. You got so Silver, at one point you're talking about Moe's for some reason. If I had if I would have had a camera and saw Austin, I would have took a picture of Austin's face because he just sat there <laughs> See, with Sobro, a mixture of because somehow you started off talking about Train Man and then you got to like <laughs> Moe and I just you got his attention at that point <laughs> like, what and then his bewilderment but you know one thing I've <laughs> no please no, I'm just saying the focus of anime has shifted nowadays you find a lot of shows about the same things right. As opposed to back in the day where you had a plethora of things. Uh, I don't worry about the same things. About the same There's a lot of shows that about were always about the same, same things. things. Yeah, but I mean, okay. Look at all, remember all the Macross. You gotta, you gotta take off the nostalgia goggles. Yeah. I guess so. I mean, there were a lot hey, of shows. Maybe, back in the maybe day. he's an example of what we're talking about. Oh, shut up. <laughs> of the Did fact Michael, that people, maybe I am. you know, either uh, Adam, old or new. Adam, please point out on the doll the parts where Michael Bay touched you inappropriately. Point out on this doll. Point out, point out on the Black Rock shooter where Michael Bay uh, <laughs> touched you. Now, I'd rather now, not. Chris, Chris, I think you should use the Gundam for this. Oh, my God. Please point out on the crossbone Gundam where Michael Bay touched you inappropriately. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. No, it's all right. It's all right. Was, was, it his beam, was it his beam saber? Did he touch you with his it beam sure saber? It sure was. <laughs> said, this won't hurt, little boy. Not one bit. Well, Trying to, try to get back on topic, like a lot of like the... Um, the thing is, elit- the elitism sort of existed beforehand, but like now that everybody has an equal voice, it, it just yeah. leads to a cesspool of, of just utter, utter, complete social failure. A I mean, critical mass of just yeah. noise. So, I mean, if you see, like, you know, I mean, 4chan, just using them as an example, just because that's where a lot of the community rests, you know, you hear a lot of just conflict coming from there, but you have to realize that 2chan also is, a co- like, worse than 4chan, worse than the mecha board. It's, it, that is a complete, utter, just cesspool of hate. It's it's bad. I mean, if you remember, uh, I used this example a couple of times back when uh, when um, when Gurren Lagann had that uh, wonderful fourth episode and uh, the debacle that happened with one of the producers, directors, uh, yeah. Who, and yeah, and then the, when that information got out, like imagine that like what he wrote got on the two channel and got him to give up his position in the one of the in the company that he helped found. Just oh. think think about that impact that that's right. You know that. That, that these new generations of fans can do. I also do. remember, uh, 
I know in like Gantz, uh, the manga, they were, I know they use uh, current events and so forth, and I know on 2chan, uh, they, uh, like, some guy was uh, talking about killing himself, and you actually had people, like, you know, on there ch- telling him, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> And he actually did. What are you scared? <laughs> well, yeah, you know. exactly. They kept on egging him on. You just end it right now. Do it. It's yeah, but but you right. know, in 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 all fairness, though, that that's sort of a culture of Japanese quirk, a quirk of Japanese society where where suicide, you know, has a different um, sort different of connotation meaning. than it does yeah. here. And there's actually books that you can buy that tell you like that lay out in a lot of detail the best ways to commit suicide. So that's a whole like cultural issue but one thing I, there's two things I notice with, with fandom when it comes to anime and one of these is kind of getting into the old in my days we walked 12 miles through the snow thing but um, <laughs> I think the oversaturation of availability of anime has led to people not having any appreciation for it because yeah. back in the old days when uh, the anime industry consisted of really expensive VHS tapes of like the most generic ultra-violent movies you know, your only outlet was to get VHS fan subs. You had to go to a comic shop and pay like 20 bucks for three or four episodes of some fan subbed anime that was made 10 or 20 years ago. Right. And, you know, if you got a couple episodes per year, that was amazing. Yeah. Whereas these days with digital fan subs, I mean, you got people bitching when it takes more than a day for something to be released. Yeah. And these kids just have no appreciation for it. And also, you know, they think that anime has no intrinsic value. I see plenty of comments people saying on forums like, why would I bother paying for anime when I can download, you know, HD rips and, you know. (laughs) (laughs) The the, the torrent generation. Yeah, Yeah, the torrent generation. I'm I'm glad you mentioned that because, you know, a lot of these people are getting into anime now or been in, been in it like since 2000, you know. They need to. Pay, they need. They need pay. In the words of uh, Tracy Morgan, homage. Homage. <laughs> homage. They need to pay homage to like you know such series that like got you know anime on the map like you know, you know Evangelion's the one that you know got people got companies showing that you know you can't people will pay twenty thirty bucks for overpriced v- VHSs. No. Over got, and over and over exactly. again. You got Gundam Wing, which opened the doors of syndication for anime, you know, on cable. Very you true. Know, you got all these, you know, and these are old 90s series, you know, and these are series that people refuse to watch because animation and so forth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they don't realize there's, like, tons of these really good series out there, like Slayers, you know, and uh, what else? Uh, you know, Lost Universe, all the you know, all this other stuff, Outlaw Star. Yep. You know, and they just need to, like, you know, Get over the animation fact and just get into like what's there. Well, see what's, it, what's interesting about like Outlaw Star. I mean, uh, I don't know if it was digitally. Do you guys know if it was digitally done? But like that no, was. I think that was one of the last. Uh, one of the last hand drawn. Yeah, yeah because I mean that that was uh, that was ridiculously popular back you know in the tsunami days, and that was you know one of those quote unquote like old drawn shows. So I mean yeah. that's it's all about like that, how you. But pre- that's because that show aired right at the time that they started transitioning to this new style of animation. Mm, so yeah. okay, there hasn't been enough time for you know. For the for the, for the quote unquote you know bitterness and you know. exactly but you know these are those are you know those are, those are one of our gateway shows that got you know got people to open the door and it got help get me in got me hooked exactly. another th- another thing that I that and this is with old and new fans um, the sort of elitism that um, any given thing that I like is awesome only as long as a small group likes it. And once yeah. it becomes popular, then I have to hate it because now all these other idiots are watching it too and trying to like it. <laughs> Austin. <laughs> That's me. Well, you just like things to hate, though. Yeah, but... And you see it time and time again, you know. Some show will be fan-subbed and, 
you know, like say for example, uh, Death Note, and you have all these elitist fans like, oh yeah, Death Note's so freaking great, and then it airs on uh, Adult Swim, and it's like, oh, all these idiots who watch Death Note Adult Swim, they're not real fans. Now this show's garbage because all these idiots watch it, and it's like, why? The Naruto, that's another example. Yeah. Why is it that just because more people get to enjoy a show that you like, how does that correlate to the show now being bad, and what's wrong with them enjoying it in a different way than you did? I don't think, that, I don't think they're saying the show's bad. I just think they're just... No, there's people who say like... Yeah, there's people who say like, oh, this show has gone to crap now because it's on American TV yeah. and all these idiots are watching it. With, with that argument. Not, with not, that so much, argument. not so much that the show, that the show, like, the, oh, like, the not story's bad. My, my thing is, like, I just can't stand like hearing about it over and over and over again it's like you know it's a good show yes but i don't need to hear about it how, do, how does that change the fact so it's good man i mean well you have to ask these trolls because some yeah. people say the fandom sucks now that it's popular which is stupid yeah or they say the show sucks now that it's popular yeah like it's only it's only special because i'm elitist and i've seen this in ways that other people can't because i downloaded it off the internet I was now the first one can, to watch. This. I was the yeah. first. I was, I was one of the, the first, first person <laughs> to watch. It seems it. That, it seems that people care more about the fandom than the show itself, which is yeah. you know, you kind know, of you kind always of have to look at it like this, though. You know, not that they bought the, the DVDs, the, the but more merchandise you can get for it, like video games and so forth. Yeah, exactly. I kind of wish like, it was like that with Gundam. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it can go the wrong way, and then the show can yeah. get watered down, and you know, you have fifty different iterations of it, like like CSI. But you know, <laughs> but you know, for the most part, if if it's getting a lot of fandom, it means it's getting a lot of notoriety, which means it's doing very well. The DVD these are selling and you might get more quality stuff like that exactly and the and, and, and the industry may turn in that direction and make more things like that so but fans but, don't see it that way fans never understand that uh, anime is a business yeah it's not uh, it's not a soup kitchen that just <laughs> uh, hands out free anime for you to watch 24 7 as poorly you as know, animators get paid nowadays you think it would be they're they're not there to just uh, you know entertain you at your whim they're yeah. there to make money off of things that can and do make money exactly you know they're not not, you know, it, it, it's uh, the old saying. Um, I think uh, anime on DVD used to propagate this a lot. That uh, anime is a privilege, not a right. Yeah. And these, you know, a lot of these fans these days, they think that they're entitled to anime. And you see some of these comments on these websites, like they bitch when something gets licensed. Like, how dare these people license it? This, this is, you know, the fans <laughs> should be outraged that this got licensed, and now they want us to pay for this, and they should let us watch it for free, and. It's like Jesus Christ! The only reason why you should be outraged when something's been licensed when it's taken like a year or two for it to get released. Yeah, that's the only way. That's the only way you should be outraged. Yeah, but that doesn't happen so much these more. Sergeant Frog doesn't happen so much anymore. (laughs) But that 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 that, that was a legal part of that was like you know trying to get the license. That's in part because it switched from uh, from ADV to Funimation. Wasn't Gurren Logan at one point like that? Like a year. Same thing. It it switched from ADV to Bandai. So. Those are sort of rare, rare exceptions because of ADV's financial woes. But hey, wasn't Vic supposed to do the voice of Viral in uh, the original ADV dub? I, I took know. care of that. <laughs> I took care of that. Thanks. Did Thanks, you? Austin. Did you? Austin single-handedly uh, sabotaged ADV's deal with Soviets. <laughs> I swear to God, man. I'm a so hateful. The, he brought down a company. I'm gonna broker the Austin Pedro. Um, Vic Peace Talks, man. I swear to God, it's never going to happen. It's going to involve a, sa- a lot of sandwiches. That's years of backup. <laughs> it's Vic, a hungry we'll guy. Here's a chicken. 
Vic will but take all the sandwiches. One sandwich goes a long way, just to give you all a little heads up. <laughs> oh, oh, you know, this speak- man had a sandwich. <laughs> no, 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 no. Speaking of sandwich, though, you know what these guys did to me? What's that? They, they got me back with that. <laughs> they, Please share us. They got, one of the, they got one of our friends that went to a, what, what was it, Supercon or something? Metrocon? Yeah, it was Super. Yeah, and uh, they, they got Vic to sign and say Metro. sorry about the sandwich. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> really? A wonderful, wonderful little bit of uh, of uh, Edward Elric fan art. <laughs> at first, when I sweat saw the glistening picture, off his chest, and they even took a picture and him looking at me in the camera, like what? <laughs> I took. Hey this guys. <laughs> well, um, Elric any, loves you back. Any other uh, any other comments about this from us up here? I guess we could start taking stuff from uh, the floor. If anybody's got any questions about the topic or, or comments just general comments Austin or will anything. come and, and uh, throw some hate at you and then let you talk so raise your hand if you have some comments <laughs> hey, hey hey Austin I think someone over here wants to say something it's my good friend Edwin from Orange Anime talk buddy alright so my, my new qualm with anime nowadays is not not the old versus new but the new and the super new, where, like, instead, I mean, if you're part of the new digital era, now we have certain file types and certain things that we watch right. that are at certain resolutions that are comfortable for any computer that would be able to play. And I'm starting to see much more of a switch because technology is getting a lot better that, okay, we're starting to make high-res quality rips, Blu-ray mm-hmm. rips and all that. And then for, for someone like me, who's a fan who would like to see a show... You end up either having to download the standard, which is nice that they do it, but majority of the time that that high-res version will either choke up what you have and force you to upgrade or make it virtually impossible for you to watch it unless if you've got all the brand new gear. And I feel like in that respect, I think anime is going towards a place that it was in the past where it was becoming much more of a niche thing where it's like, well, we, can't, we can no longer make it in an elitist way that you have to have the right connections to get the VHS to make the fourth or fifth generation copy and watch on a forehead VCR. Yeah. Now it's like, all right, you've got to have, you know, you got to have a nice fancy HD TV that's got HDMI and you've got to have a good, you know, internet connection to download these files and then you watch it on your big screen TV and it's like, I have to do all this to enjoy anime where like, Maybe five years ago, it yeah. was like you could go to your computer and just watch it, and it was just good. Well, you know what's cool nowadays? Uh, a lot of companies have gotten hip to the fact that the internet exists, and now they're streaming shows. So you can watch those in, in various different forms of resolutions. So I mean, I think that's you know, if if the elite, if if the if the fan subgroups want to release things at a high, you know, high res, whatever, seven twenty, ten eighty p. Yeah, and you can't watch it in your computer. You know what? It's eventually probably going to be streamable online, and hey. it looks to me like the industry's going that way. Well, hey, Austin, how about those MKVs, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I hate that, but you know, before, you, uh, before I let you talk, you yeah. know, that's my biggest pet peeve, though. <laughs> 720, 1080p, MKVs, MPEG, you know, MPEG fours. It, it just uh, basically shows me that you know it's enabling people not to buy the DVDs when they come out or the yeah. Blu-rays when they come out. That's I true. think it should always be AVIs because you know what? The crappier the quality, the more it's going to want you to go get this DVD out there. Yeah. yeah. You know, if the series is really that good, you're going to get it regardless. You don't need the MKV on your computer. Forget it, man. Let's go back to tapes. Let's go. Who's I like with your me? style. <laughs> Who's with me, yo? Um, <laughs> what I was going to say, too, is it's true that you can watch a lot of anime like streaming online. And I think that's that's a really great thing, especially if you like to review stuff. 
But one of the things that I always found disheartening is like sometimes, especially and this started happening rather recently, where a lot of fan sub groups will only release the high quality rip, and then that that's it. And then you're like, well, how am I going to watch this then? <laughs> like I'm stuck with a file I can't watch. Get a new computer, hippie. No, Dude. <laughs> it's still good. Yeah, it's still good. Doggone. Drop your 286. All to AV, yeah, AVI. <laughs> Red shirt has a comment too. Red shirt. Red shirt. <laughs> not, not the convention. My man Voodoo. All, right. All right, yeah. My comment would be on like how the fan, like the fan base that like as soon as they watch the show, the first show out of like the whole series, like take Gundam Wing for example. First time they see that, immediately that is the best Gundam ever, and best they have Gundam not seen ever. They they've not seen Universal Century or any of the ones before it, and immediately. G Savior, best Gundam ever, <laughs> even though it's the only one I, I ever saw. Yeah, I know. Seriously, like it, it, take Final Fantasy an example. They played seven. Or what about the what about the fans that guarantee you'll love a Gundam show or yeah. your money back? With a seal of approval. Who can that yeah, be? Yeah, that, that, that's wrong. <laughs> but like, take an example, like in Final Fantasy, people who started on seven are like, "Oh my god, that's the best oh, video game don't, ever." Why, why'd you oh, have to bring here, up? Here's Final my, here's my favorite ones when um, thirteen was coming out, mm-hmm. they were, and they were complaining about Xbox getting it. They're like, "Final Fantasy is a Sony product." I'm like, "Bitch, <laughs> it was on Nintendo before Sony." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's mostly my core. I can't stand those people who are like, the first show they see is automatically the best out of the whole series, that, or it's the worst. Yeah, most likely or the, worst. the worst. Yeah. Anyway, Six and double o. Too many or one or, or, or one episode will, is one. You well know, the first episode is going to dictate the tone of the whole show. Yeah. <laughs> this this will be the w- most god awful piece of garbage for this next series. What about when they say Street Fighter 4 is actually a good fighting game? Oh, god. Oh, 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 oh. It's I don't think you're going to survive the night. <laughs> Street Fighter 4 is the worst 00 since Mark of the Wolves. Oh, awesome. Man. Me and me, me, me are throwing down. I'm a, I'm a host It's World Heroes. <laughs> I'm going to host your wake. <laughs> I guarantee it. I, 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 I'm, I'm actually expecting a very special opening for the podcast. Oh, you bet. This. <laughs> away from Chung Lee. What? Say that again? Just keep him away from Chung Lee. <laughs> what? <laughs> what am I going to do to Chung Lee? I don't know. What are you going to do to Chung Lee? <laughs> is she as close to your heart as Emma is? Keep me away from the director of um, the story of Chun Li. Then, then, then that, that's open. I'll rip his throat out. I think the way Bo should direct Street Fighter V, the video game. <laughs> All right, my question is, what is your guys' opinion on some of the new series incorporating soft porn porn into the series, like Quasar? Quasar? Yeah. Really? Oh, I haven't yeah. seen it. Oh, it's the, uh, that's the boob-sucking anime. Yeah. Where you got to get power by sucking boob milk from yeah. a personal favorite of mine. To get the supernatural power. All, all, all I got to say is the Japanese are a weird people. So <laughs> when I see stuff like that, I just um, sometimes I think of fishes, things I've seen with fishes, and I'm not going to go into it. Hey, what uh, about what, when in Rome the Romans? <laughs> you know about those fishes, don't you, Jose? The Japanese women and the fishes. <laughs> God, they're a weird people. Hey, just remember, sex sells. Yeah, it sure does. And a more so, shocking something is, and and you know that always goes on. People, um, if you do something shocking, it may not be very good. And the only way that you can get people to watch it is going to make it shocking. I want to so hear what really, these people in front have to say. This, this but been, this before been talking that, talking throughout the whole damn show, 
what, Bef- what, what, before uh, that, before that, that Adam, mm-hmm. we should we should take note that we have a a, a Banagher Lynx cosplayer. We do. Who has nice. just entered the room. No comment. <laughs> but then again, I don't know what show that is. <laughs> well, no, it's it's after the thirteenth. I watched it last oh, night. Oh yeah, okay. It's cool. I watched my Blu-ray last night. Oh, you oh okay. <laughs> yes. Man, man, you yeah. can talk openly about it now. That's awesome, dude. There's a Gundam in it. There's Haro. There's um, <laughs> looks good. Is there's, there a mask? There's, a, there's a Gundam in it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> With a horn. With a horn. We're talking a about Gundam Unicorn, by the way. But um, props to your props to your cosplay, man. You came through, man. You came through. You came the other day dressed as the um, he was the Siberian the, bear, man. He was the, the bear. Yeah, he was the other one. Who were you yesterday? What's that? You were Patrick. He was. He was Team Patrick. Oh shoot! Seriously? Oh, we missed uh, that. Oh, we missed that, man. Damn it. Well done, man. Hopefully, he took some pictures. Got some pictures. I want to see a Howard Mason cosplay. Howard <laughs> Mason. So it, it, it's just like a mobile grave. He's the man that sparked the entire war. Or do, uh, <laughs> oh my God. or uh, what was it, Gilliam from Frontier? Just bring an applesauce. Applesauce. <laughs> red applesauce. Fantastic. Maybe um, cranberry sauce, so it's red. <laughs> anybody got? Anybody have any questions? Well, you want to hear from uh, yeah. your, your your pals up here? Yeah, man. Show. show he said man. no comment. What, what you got to say, man? About, about no, old versus the no new. No comment. Man. Old versus the new, man. You got anything to say? Come on, man. I, I no comment. No comment. <laughs> I'm scared, man. Come on, what the man. hell? People have the right to know. Damn. Never get a word out of you. Any of these shows. It's being very political. Uh, I'm sure. Is this how the podcast was between you guys? No comment. Oh, how, about, <laughs> how about you, Catherine? Anything about old versus new? Nothing. Well then, doggone it. I'll leave you all alone. Freaking scaredy cats. I'm just going to keep this crossbow gun. I'm screw you all. <laughs> oh. Um, with the uh, release of uh, Unicorn, do you think we're going to see a larger proliferation of like international releases for anime? Like simultaneous releases? Probably depends on how successful it is. Because you got to figure that it, it took them long enough to probably, you know, to, you know, with the thing with the digital era and everything being so readily available... Um, I think, as in we saw in, with the music companies, it took them forever to finally figure out that it's okay to charge and and to turn the customer base. It's it's funny now that people don't have a problem downloading a song on iTunes for ninety nine cents, but you know, four, five years ago it was like, oh my god, I got to get everything off of you know, um, you know, peer to peer or whatever, yeah, Napster or whatever it was. So. It's going to depend on just like anything, the success of how financially successful this is. If they do, if they hit their projections, then yeah, I think it, I think it will happen. Um, you know, but that's kind of comes into what we were talking about. Is you're going to have to break all these people of the thing that's saying it's okay to buy stuff. Yeah. You know, it's 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 okay to if you like a show to buy it. It's okay to. Um, wait, but you know the companies they were their worst enemies too. They would you know when anime was getting really big in the early 2000s sometimes i think we stayed up here sometimes you'd hear a release of a oh so-and-so got a license and then it took what two three years for it to come out for whatever reason so um but that would be my thought of if it's just going to depend on the success of how it is and i mean i guess we'll probably know by the mid of this week I would imagine, right, Chris? Well, we'll, you, we'll, we'll have to see it. for a while because, you know, uh, with Unicorn, it's an Amazon exclusive for the first two months. Although, yeah. I'm really curious how it turns out because it looks like Bandai is putting some actual effort into making this an international release yeah. by putting it in multiple parts of the world on the same day. And most significantly of all, the fact that um, 
the Japanese Blu-ray price. I mean, it's 50 bucks, pretty much. And everybody bitches, oh, it's 50 bucks, oh, it's 35 on Amazon, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but if you really think about it, that $50, you know, or, or 5,000 yen is a lot lower than the typical Japanese price for a Blu-ray. Something like that would easily go for seven or 8,000 yen. Yeah. But even in Japan, it's priced at 5,000 yen. So yeah. I think they're making a conscious effort at making this a worldwide release and taking the risk of lowering the price of it in their primary market. So Are the Japanese ordering uh, the unicorn from here as well? Since it's cheaper? the same. It's yeah, it costs the same. It's the same, it's the same, that, it's the same price around the world. Wasn't that uh, one of the concerns too? But since they're in the same region, that you know, one of the one of the difficulties of bringing uh, anime on Blu-ray because I mean they can just get the cheaper version and ship it over there. That is a problem. Uh, there's this show uh, Kurokami that uh, the DVD that's coming out here has like six episodes on it, and it's dual language. And the Blu-ray that's coming out here only has four episodes and is dub only <laughs> for that very reason. Wow. So I know I'm not buying it. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. So that's an issue because you know you've you've got a you've got the either extreme of release nothing here, release something here that anime fans don't want, like this Kurokami thing, or you do something like this across the board for everyone at the same time, like Unicorn. So I hope we go more towards. Um, the unicorn well, side rather than the Kurokami side. I know they're actually like I know Japan's actually cracking down on some of the websites. Yeah, they're cracking. Stuff, they're actually so. um, trying to get the laws changed there so that because in Japan it's it's um, it's illegal to distribute mm-hmm. uh, pirated content, but it's not actually illegal to own it. They're trying to get that changed so that uh, it's oh, illegal wow. to have. But they should also use this Good as luck. an eye opener, saying you know, look, people want more episodes on their DVD, not just two. But the market, but the market feeds itself. You know, seeing the people go crazy over over a, a DVD that has, you know, look look at the Haruhi sales, right? And using that as an example, two episodes of disc. Each of those discs costs somewhere like 50, 60, 50 well, equivalent to fifty or sixty dollars, and it sells several, it sells tens of thousands of copies. Same episode eight times over. <laughs> with, the, with, the, with the endless eight, and not only do they buy it. It was in the top in of the massive list. Numbers. So what reason do they have until until people stop buying the discs or until like the well, anime just, bubble yeah, pops? You know, see. Yeah, I understand that. I'm just saying, like, at some point, people are just going to stop. Well, so, at some point, but that point stop. is not yet. Here's that's because that's, here, there's a fundamental difference between the uh, Japanese home video fandom and the American home video fandom. In America, you have collectors, but most releases across the board are targeted towards the average person who's just buying in a supermarket or just walking through Best Buy. In Japan, everything, whether it's live action or anime, is targeted towards the mega collectors, the mega niche collectors who have lots of disposable income. So that's why these prices are so out of whack between these two different markets because they're totally different audiences. You know, these, these, a lot of these Japanese fans, they don't bat an eye at putting down, you know, 10,000 yen for something just because it comes with some limited edition piece of crap. We also, we know someone who uh, lives here who wastes lots of money on limited edition crap. Sorry. Just because it's limited edition and they just get, they just get, uh, you know, ganked and uh, they just get sucked in by just these dumb tchotchkes. They get thrown out at them. Yeah. Like, I have to spend double the money because it has this little tiny two-centimeter figure included with the first <laughs> 10,000 pressings. Well, is that worth getting in line at Akiba at, you know, 12 a.m. the previous day to get that thing? No. Or the pencil board? Yes. Or it is if you're a lonely driver. Pencil board. <laughs> Those are the stupidest things I've ever seen. 
they do it for Comic Cat, they'll do it for that. If the Omake was free, then that would be something else. I mean, that would entice people yeah. to go out and buy the actual material. Well, it is, it is free. No, I mean, for a special with, edition. With the bloated price. The special more. edition has a special price, and you get this for free. That's how yeah, it's packaged. That's, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah that's you buy a special edition. I always thought that the special edition costs extra because it comes with extra stuff. No, it's, it costs extra because it's special. It's well, special. That, well, that said, yeah. I mean, it, it says so. The spe- it says special, well, it special, edition, the special editions are good special for getting edition. people to buy it, but not, not if it's you know at a bloated price. I mean, that sort of goes back into the collector. If you're targeting something for a collector, you know, you can charge a little bit more, but if you compensate it by putting something awesome in it, then at least for me, I don't mind shilling out a couple more bucks. Like, I like... Like, you know, I don't like so the thin the packs. Yeah, I'm part of the problem. Me like, if, if, okay, so, like, if I really like a show and uh, I can buy just the DVD or if I can buy the DVD in the box and I like the art in the box, like, yeah, I'll shell out an extra 10 bucks to, you know, put them in the box. I like, I like showing that off. But if I'm not, yeah. if I just want to buy the show and this happened before, I'll just buy the first volume and not buy the box. You know? Ooh, but if you give me an option. Buy it at a high yeah. price. Sometimes you don't get the option, like, back in the day with, um, remember working designs? Oh yeah, the lunar with, like extra omake all the time. Yeah, but the lunar stuff, the lunar b- bonuses were were worth the extra scratch. Exactly, you know? and, a lot and of the those... years of delays. <laughs> well, then again, well, I don't know. Well, Are, were punching puppets worth uh, all those years of delays? I don't know. There, there's somebody in the audience that has a punching puppet who can uh, attest to that. Yeah, galleon punching puppet. Is that worth it? <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> You're a loser. Nobody cares any, about your opinion. Any other questions or comments, or Angel from Epicworks? Oh, Red Shirt's got another Red comment, and then know. after that, we'll start giving out some of our prizes. Mr. Boone, Watch out for Pew Pew Lasers, oh, yeah. Red Shirt. Um, just for yeah. you people who do not, do not know, Denny's the second coupon. episode <laughs> of Unicorn should be coming out in the fall of this year. Oh, right on. Okay. I was wondering when. Obviously, Adam has not been keeping up with the news from, like, two weeks ago. <laughs> or even the news we do on the show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, Adam's still worrying about Train Man and Moe. Well, that's right. I think at this point we should. But I'm sure he has his clock set to uh, Super Street Fighter Four. Exactly. You know, (laughs) 11:59 p.m. to the exact second. (laughs) Gotta get it. So, are you gonna be standing in line a day ahead of time so you can get that special edition DVD? The special edition, Ryu gets shoes. (laughs) Hey, what? Hey, 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 Adam. You could pay extra money. You get a Japanese 360 and the Japanese special edition that has the uh, anime that's only for the Japanese 360. And you could also get mobile apps with that. News to you, we're actually getting the anime as well. In the yeah, but only for the so 360. We're, we're getting it, so I'm sorry for it. Who cares? Anyway, we have some... Adam, I just hope when you put that DVD in your 360, it red rings. You spiteful man. It probably will. <laughs> I'll so, let you know, buddy. our first uh, amazing prize is a uh, bottle of water from the uh, Orange County Convention <laughs> Center. It's uh, it's the center of hospitality. So, um, you know, it'll save you like five bucks and 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 a kidney. Three seventy five, actually. So. Three seventy five. It's passable water. <laughs> All right, we got a winner for that. Give it. Um, Oh man, man! Get her on the mic, man. Say something, Captain. Say something. Yeah, Austin. Get her on the mic. Get her on the mic. Get her on the mic. Our winner. Our winner. Our winner. Our winner. You need an adult. (laughs) Okay. You take. You take. You took two million pictures yesterday, dressed as May from Guilty Gear. You can't take one picture at my freaking podcast, man. Our our second prize, uh, if if you're hungry rather than thirsty. Uh, Denny's coupon. Come in between 5 a.m. and 11 a.m. for a free breakfast entree with the purchase of an entree and two beverages expires March 15th. So, Courtesy of Austin. 
Courtesy of Austin. Courtesy and of Dale. Ha- and Dale. So, anybody, uh, <laughs> breakfast at Denny's tomorrow. Have a hateful meal at Denny's. <laughs> what, you again? You already won. You're not getting two prizes. No, you ain't getting two prizes. Somebody, who wants a Denny's coupon? No, not you. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> you might as well give it her. No one I else is taking it. She can wash it down with that water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now... Our actual amazing uh, prize, which... Oh, sorry. End of the panel. No. <laughs> um, this prize, it is a uh, Robot Damashi Crossbone Gundam X1. It comes with uh, all, all of your Harlock-type weapons and, and, and a cape, too. Heck so yeah. How are we going to give away this prize? Who deserves this? Because we, we all know that I'm the one who deserves this, but uh, <laughs> unfortunately, I can't have it. And I should mention that uh, it was donated by... Nuts for anime figures over in the uh, the dealer's room. So, what should we do about this, gentlemen? I say, given that the person had the best question, my vote goes to uh, a gentleman there in the green um in the green hoodie. That's a question that um about unicorn and um oh the simultaneous release. Yeah, simultaneous what, what, what release. What do you guys think? That's good. Or that's not bad. We got somebody fight Austin for Haterade. Fight, yeah. Fight to the death. Put a ring in. Pre- <laughs> organize the chairs in a ring. <laughs> Give him a Gundam question just to uh, win him over. Somebody throw a chair. <laughs> it was a very good question, so uh, I think uh, I think we should go for it. Yep. Very well. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Also trying to abscond with it. <laughs> Give that back. You people are always stealing things. <laughs> what do you mean, you people? Ooh, there's like I mean, three, there's like ooh. four of us in your car. <laughs> You, you Jamaicans. What do you, what do you mean, you people? <laughs> he stands up. Hey, come on up. You dirty Jamaicans always stealing things. Heck yeah, man. Well, What's your name, man? So, yeah, give, pass the mic to him, man. Let, 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 let the man talk, man. Uh, Alex Hunter. I'm a longtime listener, longtime super lurker. I'm not even on the uh, forums. That's much I lurk. What? Wow. Well, you, you better register an account after we gave you that robot damashi. <laughs> Long time oh, troller. Right. Oh. <laughs> watch out! Watch out! This guy might shank you outside to, to grab it. So, watch out! You might shank him outside. Well, that too, I might. How awesome is it that a longtime lurker can actually get uh, a little bit of a nop on the show? And <laughs> there's so many guys that post all the time, and they've never been able to talk on the show. <laughs> that is true. He's a mecha talk ninja, man. <laughs> Because nobody came because of daylight savings time. Yeah, yeah, it screwed us again, like two years ago. Awesome. Yep. It's like deja vu all over again. And people showing up now. That's showing awesome. Showing up yeah. now, right? <laughs> for, the, for the next. Apparently, apparently it's a rock concert. For the Congratulations, next you've you've arrived at the end of all things. So then, right. <laughs> well, they're coming for the next one. We have five minutes, so oh, well, I guess it's time like to God get going. Two, the end all right then. Yes. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Uh, thank you, everybody, for coming here. Uh, this is uh, Gundam and MHQ live at MegaCon 2010. And thanks to our, our uh, sponsor, Anime Sushi, who made this all possible, and to uh, Nuts for Anime Figures for providing our uh, prize figure. Check cool. us out at, um, check us out at um, MegaTalk. Sorry, check us out at MAHQ.net and also Gundam.net. And um, everybody, thanks for coming. Wait, wait, and oh, 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 oh. also uh, probably our next live show. We'll be at uh, YasumiCon oh, in yeah. Miami, July 17th and 18th. And there'll be a, a haters panel, if you're yes. familiar with that. Haters panel? Yes. Wait. Yes. Oh, my. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. What do you we'll mean? Do it. Do it. We'll see. Do it. Do it. We'll do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it.
So if you want more information, go to yasumicon.com. All right. And that really is the end. So thank you for coming out. Woo! to fight rough. Ha! Ah! Hey, Ben! Are you still okay in there? I don't know how, but I guess I survived. <sighs> well, move out of there fast, because here they come! Gundam at MHQ is a Shinjuku station in MHQ production.